is WWE Hall of Famer Tito Santana, and you are listening to WNS Podcast. Arriba! You are now tuned in to the WNS Podcast. For all of your wrestling info, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 288 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. And you find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, it looked like uh, that was hard to get out by the look on your face. But, trying to get uh, through it all. Yeah, we're we are on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Yo, yo! Yes. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel, and you can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Bear. That is absolutely one hundred percent correct. So thank you everyone for yes. tuning in this week because we have a lot to cover. We've what got a fucking week. <laughs> we've got feedback. We've got NXT Takeover. We've got SummerSlam. We've got Raw. We've got SmackDown. We've got Hot Topics. We got. Just about everything that's going on. We got injuries. We've got injuries. We've got WWE 2K17. We've got suspensions. We've got just about everything that's going on in the wrestling world. We're going to talk about this week. Uh, We got backstage brawls. We got work shoots or shoot shoots or who knows? No, no kidding. So we'll uh, we'll make sure to cover it all. So uh, how you guys doing? Doing all right. Yeah. My focus. I've been talking about. Yes, you have. 2K17. Oh, you've been covering it quite a lot. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. was telling him before we started the show, I've already counted like the people who've been to TNA that's on the roster. Mm-hmm. Even people that's made appearance in TNA, I count like like 17 people they've already announced. <laughs> so you can make a TNA roster in the game. Should be pretty interesting. Doug, how are you? A little tired, yeah. but I mean, man, what a fucking week. Uh I don't know. A lot to cover. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know if wrestling just got busy all of a sudden or it's just this week. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. There are already like heavy, heavy like rumors of like more suspensions that are looming. They just haven't dropped yet. Ooh. So by Ooh. the time people are listening to this, it's probably already dropped at is that it, time. So we is don't it know bad? Yet. Like in my head, I'm like juicy. I can't wait to see who's getting at, or uh, suspended next. Kind Can of. S- I'm kind of uh Kind of like wondering what what uh, what's gonna drop. What is the bad uh, part is if it's someone like I truly like and I'm like oh shit that sucks. You know? There are yeah. very few. There are like a handful of people that would surprise me enough to change my opinion of them. Uh, but at this point, <laughs> I just feel anyone's like, pretty much fair game. Yeah, I think anyone's fair game. Now I know last week we covered Paige and Del Rio. Did we cover Eva Marie? Did that drop? After we that dropped after because she okay. got suspended one day later. That's correct because that played into our predictions and all that. Yeah, so, right. uh, so that kind of threw that one out. Um, um, I haven't updated our 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 ratings or our correct picks so far because I wanted to get with you guys and clarify on the rules uh, before I went in and and adjusted it ourselves. Okay, so I'm throwing out the the six women's uh, match because you know one of the competitors was taken out. Well, I think we were. 
I, I don't think it matters if you throw it out or not because we all had the same pick. So okay. whatever you decide to do, it's like it didn't change because okay. no one like gained um, any standing on it. For the tag team match for the titles, ended in a disqualification. So technically, Gallows and Anderson were the right. winners, but New Day retained. So do we go with winner or do we go with who retained? I mean, I guess like um, I guess you guys should get it just on the fact that they won the match. I don't think the predictions are necessarily like dependent upon. Well, uh, I think we uh, I think we should go with the winner. Oh, really? Well, that's what I just yeah. said. I mean, like yeah. you okay. guys you guys had Guns and Gallows, so I mean, it's, I think I'm the only one who picked New Day, but okay. Um, I just thought they were actually going to like retain proper, but right. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to get a little clarification on that before. Just as long uh, as we like, I go through and. I mean, just as long up. as we like, like, have a stance and stick with it through, then right. it doesn't matter. Yeah, know. that's. I wanted to set those things in order. Speaking of suspensions, Brock Lesnar. UFC. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he got he got a, a hammer dropped on him earlier. Uh, was it today or yesterday? One of these days, sometime this week. Yes. And uh, so he's been suspended, but supposedly him, it might like, not be too long. Yeah, it's like him. Uh, he doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about your kids. WWE <laughs> is not going to do anything to him. Yeah. Not even that. $500 fine. There you go. Because it's pretty much. Well, he didn't, he didn't get suspended by WWE. He got no. suspended by. Yeah, you. Yeah, you saw it. What is? Well, you saw it as like the governing body. They're not. The people serving the suspension or whatever, but yeah. So, was yeah. It, so there's more on the horizon then, huh? Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's like rumors that there are more suspensions coming this week, and they wow more. I think people expected them to drop already. Well, I mean, I guess Orton's a big one, but like, uh, um, wait, did, did they not announce Orton? I, I thought Orton. I thought Orton. That's why they. Uh, I thought Orton was coming. Maybe I did. I read something and that I got worked on. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta look that up. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, clearly that's not credible. Whatever I saw, or at least they haven't. Uh, I have not seen that announcement. That's not to say it hasn't. Something I, like I that has not been. I saw like Orton sixty days for a second offense somewhere. Damn. I want to say I saw that. Okay, on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, hopefully I wasn't, like, scanning, like, kayfabe news or something What I stupid, think it but. was is, okay, sometimes on the mobile app, you will see an article about something else, and then right below it, there's other articles, but it's sometimes past articles. I don't know yeah. if it's something like that. It might just, it may, I may just have seen someone speculating that he was going to drop, because I know there was that whole talk of him attending rehab while he was out injured or whatever, yeah. so that was the thing. Because that's what really made me go, hmm, whenever I read whatever the fuck I read that apparently doesn't exist. Things that make you go, hmm. <clears throat> I was like, oh, that's interesting because he was just at rehab on while he was out. But uh, apparently I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. Clearly there's no like, credibility to what I just said. Weird. Whenever, um, going back to Eva Marie, when I saw that, I was like, damn. <laughs> we made the joke. Uh, what was that joke that you made? Uh, you know, her theme? The like, seductive. The sensational, the suspended, Eva Marie. Eva Marie. Yeah. So they're looking right now and see if the Orton thing is legit. Well, there's there's something here on. Oh, that's the old logo. So I yeah. I don't know if you can take that into account. I wonder if someone repost that and they're trying to get buzz going or something. Probably. 
Who knows? I mean, clearly disregard what I said. I obviously got something wrong. Okay, so I think we talked about this last week. So what did Paige and Del Rio get suspended for? Okay, so I I don't know if it was... I don't remember what show it was I was listening to, but Meltzer said he doesn't know what they got popped for, but they got... They failed for different reasons. So it's not like they were like partying together and then like... It wasn't wellness policy. Needles no, were not being shared, so that's good to know. Yeah, I mean, whatever she fell for is not the same thing he fell for. Oh. And even Marie fell for Adderall. Which, I will give her credit, she owned up to that. She was well, like, look... that was a little bit of damage control because her husband was like... Yeah. Was uh, like doing some like real like stupid stuff that probably got her a lot of heat. So she had to be, come he out... Doing? He was... There this was, is bull and blah, blah, blah. He was talking way out of school like he shouldn't have been, you know, and he should have like, sh- let her handle her business. Yeah, but she's like, shut the fuck up. I'm going to get yeah. more heat because of your mouth. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, her debut will be pushed back. Yeah. She had to vacation for a while due to stress. She's stressed well, out. Well, hopefully. I thought that was, like, hilarious when they did that. I was like, <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> Hopefully this is does it hurt her I mean, debuting and stuff because nah it won't I don't know but um before we dive into everything that happened uh, as well as the uh, the feedback and the special address that we have that we have to do uh, I will I will say thank you uh, I want to send a thank you out to uh, to Curtis and all of the staff at Hurricane Pro for allowing me to. Uh, Step up to the commentary table and do uh, color commentary. Very interesting ex- experience. You want to talk about your experience? Uh, it was unusual. It was sort of a last minute thing. Uh, I got approached and said, "Hey, we need a we need a favor." Uh, the guy who normally does our commentary uh, is unfortunately going to be in Houston. Can you fill in? And I said, "Yeah, sure. I'll give it a shot." And uh, I want to say that it went well, but we'll find out once it gets released on YouTube. And once it does, I'm I'll check it out first. And decide if I want to post it on the Facebook page or not. So much shit has happened this week that I completely forgot that you did that until you just reminded me. Yeah, it was. Uh, and it, and like you said, it's there's been so much going on. I had to remind myself, like, oh yeah, that was this past weekend, right? Like I missed NXT Takeover live mm. so that I could do that, and then I went home and watched it. And uh, man, what a show! But um. But before we dive into that, did you commentate over the house mics? No, 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 no. Uh, it was they. They're wanting to do. Like they have their done own. that in the past, and it's kind of weird. Yeah, and they asked me to do that once, and I froze up, and I was like, I have nothing to say. But now I've, you know, I've, I did a little bit better job. I think um, covered all the matches. They were. They were on YouTube. Yes, they filmed three episodes, um, so I will be covering all of them with Jim. So. <laughs> so when did since when have they had a YouTube show? Uh, they just released episode one this past week. Uh, episode two is probably coming out sometime this coming week, and then following. So mine would be, I believe, four, five, and six episode. So we'll see. We'll see how it comes out. Um, but big news in the world of wrestling news source: uh, they celebrated ten years of uh, WNS being in existence over the past week. And so we got a letter from Ben 
asking us to uh, to read it out to the listeners and the uh, the fans of Wrestling News Source, and he asked me to do it in a silly voice or whatever, said that I had free range to do whatever I want. So, with that being said, I'm going to do it in a normal voice just to throw him off. Uh, so here is Ben's address to 10 years of WNS. Uh, it says, hello, WNS podcast listeners. Ben here, WNS director. It's becoming somewhat of a running joke that I release written statements to the crew to read out on air. Well, why break the, with tradition? So here goes. Again, disclaimer, the voice Daniel is currently reading in was not approved by me. WrestlingNewsSource.com celebrated our 10th year online just this past Monday, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the WNS Podcast each and every week. 10 years is a big achievement. We have come a long way from our Wrestling-Radio.com days. MySpace was actually a big deal back then. Daniel, Doug, Tyler, and even Ryan really do make this a great listening experience for all of our fans. They are special friends who have brought much joy to my life. Inviting the WNS podcast crew to join WNS over five years ago was one of the greatest achievements of WNS. I thank the crew for all they do. I encourage all those listening to head over to WrestlingNewsForce.com to check out our celebratory column uh, written by our longest-serving staff member, uh, Kaylin Knox. Again, thank you for your support. Ben Karen, WNS Director. So, Congratulations on 10 years, Ben. Congrats. Congrats. And Ben's been on two episodes. He has. Feel free to come down to Texas and be on more. Yes. British bastard. Uh, so, yeah. Ouch. Now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about some feedback that we got. Uh, first bit of feedback we had is from Seth. Rickson? Seth Rickson. That is correct. Saying, great show. I think the saturation point has been reached. I love that Tyler is confused slash intrigued by <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, like a Seth Rickson comment. Like, really? he he's like, Rickson? Hey, man, I haven't heard from him in a while. And plus, I like his comments. They, seen it's it. hilarious. He's pretty serious, though. Yeah. Oh, is it serious? This is okay. a somewhat uh, serious comment. Saying, great show. I think the saturation point has been reached. Uh, your podcast and a few others make it a lot easier to know what I should watch from WWE. I usually only watch live whenever I want to see something different or perhaps a pay-per-view cliffhanger. I watch more Lucha Underground or New Japan Pro Wrestling than WWE or TNA. I cannot justify watching even half of what they put on each week when you consider the quality of matches and stories they tell. That's a fair critique. Yeah, and I know, like we said in the past, like I just haven't kept up with TNA, so I don't know what's going on. I'll check in here and there. With Bobby uh, Lashley's running the show. Yeah, I saw that. I'll, I'll watch YouTube videos of what's going on over there. Yeah. But thank you so much for the feedback. No Kali. No Kali this Damn. week. This, that's how you know it's serious. Yeah. Uh, final uh, Next bit of feedback we have is from Ace McSpade saying, I watch too much wrestling and most of it is uh, WWE. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and specials like the Cruiserweight Classic. However, I've been watching WCPW since it started and enjoy it. You were talking about what culture this this past week, so it seems appropriate to mention their new wrestling fed. Love the podcast. Love the podcast, guys. Yeah. Podcast. Uh, thanks. So thank you, Ace. Appreciate it. And uh, final bit of feedback comes from James saying the brand split is not too good. They could have done better with one brand if the writing would have been better because the Raw main event isn't very good. Uh, Zayn should be the guy to win the U.S. title from Rusev. The SmackDown main event isn't good, but their or the SmackDown main event is good, but their mid card isn't. Yeah, I don't think the Zayn is destined for that. Yeah. I really He's don't destined know for what, more I don't greatness. Even, well, I don't even know what Zayn is destined for, really. 
destined for great. Is he hurt coming out of the Raw match? That's one thing that I was wondering. Um, Did it was it announced like as an injury? Nothing had been announced, no. so I'm thinking it might have been. Uh, I mean, a work. he, he could have sold the he, he he clearly rolled his ankle when the replay. Yeah, but I, I mean, maybe he just like hammed it up for the. If so, I mean, you know, bravo. Yeah, but uh, I guess he sold not hurt. the hell out of it. I guess he's not hurt. Shit. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. But yeah, um, yeah. If that's the case. Major kudos to to Sami Zayn for pulling that off because yeah. as soon as it happened, I was like, "Oh God, not him too." But um, but we'll talk about injuries uh, a little bit later on as we get closer into Raw. I was um, like gonna say, and Sami Zayn's injured, just like I was gonna say, and Randy Orton is suspended. What the <laughs> fuck am I reading? I don't know. <laughs> I'm so busy that I like see. I like see things like peripherally, and I'm like, "Do you like, just want Randy Orton to be suspended? <laughs> Do you want Sami Zayn to be injured? Is that what's, I don't is know, that what's happening here?" I guess I'm just so like not focused on shit that I like see something. I'm like, "Yep, that's what's going on." <laughs> I don't, I don't know. These Fuck. motherfuckers are trying to trick me. I guess. I guess I just read any old shit these days. Man, what? I'm just believe in anything you read these days. If it's on the internet, it must be true. Right. What? <laughs> Brock Lesnar's in the cruiserweight division. That's right. He is. Um, so let's talk NXT TakeOver. Um, what we ran a poll, or I ran a poll on our, uh, on our you Twitter ran a feed. Poll. So if you're not following us on Twitter at WNS Podcast, you should definitely check it out because every once in a while we'll do a poll to yeah, see. Yeah, I Googled it. He's not hurt. Oh, good. Awesome. Uh, we ran a poll to see which of the four shows, the major four shows that occurred this past weekend for WWE that uh, people enjoy most, whether it be NXT TakeOver, SummerSlam, Raw, or SmackDown. Uh, with 45% of the votes going to NXT TakeOver. So, uh, at the moment, that that is the uh, the front That's runner. A, I'd pick two. Uh, 41% SmackDown Live. So, 7% going to SummerSlam, 7% going to Raw. Um, I like SmackDown not so live. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, let's talk this, uh, this NXT TakeOver. Uh, the first matchup, Austin Aries going up against No Way Jose. Uh, did y'all have any expectations going into this matchup? What did you guys think about I, the matchup? I expected Jose to get the W. Yeah. It really has felt like Austin is there to be an experienced guy for some of the younger guys and less experienced guys to work with and gain some experience. And he f- has felt like he was just sort of there to put other guys over. That's what it seems like. With but him. clearly they've... Not only have they talked about like this is no longer a developmental brand, they're clearly like shifting like away from that, and this is like their own little fantasy like indie proof, uh, which yeah. is uh, sort of wild to think about. Yeah, but, it really is. But no, I I agree though with like I know Austin's getting older, but like I remember when he was like TNA and ROH, he did like crazier stuff, and I know this is a different time. toned it down a little bit. Yeah, but um. I I enjoyed the match though, but uh, this is me being Doug. Uh, I read online. I don't know if it's true. I thought that they said Austin got hurt at the end of the match. Whenever and that 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 kick that Hideo did to Austin's head, man. Yeah, I I watched it back. The face. He, he he kicked him. I feel like we got to edit some sort of disclaimer in and post that says like we say about fifty untrue things throughout the course <laughs> of the show. Like take Warning, that. everything you hear on the WWE podcast may or like, may oh, not no. be true. They, he busted his eardrum. Well, if he busted his eardrum, he wouldn't have done a damn promo 
at the end or you know the did dot com stuff about oh mm-hmm. also what do you think about your match and he's like talk about it. if he busts his eardrum he wouldn't be doing any interview or anything like that right so because uh, he wouldn't be able to hear the questions it would be in pain he wouldn't want oh, to yeah, talk you know so false hey you never know no I, I I did enjoy the match though but I I agree with Doug I thought uh. No way Jose was going to get the uh, Plus, it just w. felt like the story was he gets his revenge for Austin being attacked. Day, yeah. yeah. So he beats Corbin. He beats... Um, no way. No way. <laughs> loses to Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. He beats Dillinger. I'm wondering if, like... Okay, so we, we know that the Cruiserweights are coming up to Raw. Are they going to use some of the NXT talent that's there? Are they strictly going to keep it... The cruiserweight classic guys, or is there going to be sort because of because there mix? has to be more than those four that they said they're well, coming yeah, around. I mean, I'm so. sure those are just the I think four first five, isn't announced. It? There wasn't five. I thought there was four. There was uh, Rich. Mm-hmm. There was Brian Kendrick. There was uh, Dar and Perkins. Perkins. Felt okay. I'm. I'm just obviously. I don't know. Don't take anything I'm saying. <laughs> To have any validity. Clearly, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. In this podcast, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But, uh, you know, do you think they might bring up Austin Aries as like a special attraction kind of thing in the cruiserweight division? I think he's he's an NXT guy. NXT guy. Austin Aries, NXT guy. Bobby Roode, NXT guy. Samoa Joe. Yeah. I can see Joe. I can see Joe coming up. I don't see Austin coming up. I don't see... You know what? I... I, uh, I could see Rude coming up, I guess, but uh, um, for some reason I just don't see with Austin. He feels like he has a role to play in NXT. Nice. Um, so yeah, Austin Aries gets the win over a Nose No Way Jose. Nose uh, Way Jose. Nose Way. So then Hideo Hitami comes out. Very very stylish. Yeah, Hideo Hitami. Yeah, and, uh, so with, the, with the, the suit with those, what is this type of shoes? I don't know. I he wasn't pe- wearing socks. I heard people talking shit on like his. Uh, I guess like they're sort of like high water like pants with yeah. the no socks. I thought he looked fly as hell. No, I thought he looked fly. I was like, man, I wish but I what? I could look that stylish. Was it me or did he really kick him in the fucking head? He looked like he kicked him in the. They fucking might have head. made contact. I don't know. To me, not looked, the GTS, but like before. To me, it looked like he like stuttered, like he was going to kick, and they were out of position, and then he pulled Maybe. back. Maybe you know, sometimes I don't see the angle properly, but I thought <laughs> saw a replay. I thought he kicked him in the fucking head. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting because clearly we're just setting up for like the Atomi. Like we're giving Atomi someone to beat to put him in title contention. I'm sure we're looking at the Atomi uh, Nakamura feud for the belt. Ooh, that's gonna be cool. You can't just like shove him back in and be like, he's going for the title. <laughs> so, sure, you can. Uh, I mean, you can, but I mean, no. it makes more sense to have. Sure, him. but uh, yeah, I, I, that's where I think it's going, and uh, you know, nice. I'm cool with that. After that, we got to see the debut of Ember Moon going up against Billy Kay. Okay, so Ember Moon. Okay, I'm not familiar who she is or her name before, Athena. but they said they said that was she part of ROW because it's a Booker T. Yeah, she was Promoter. there for a brief time. Oh, okay. She's wrestled, you know, all over the place. She's uh, she's based in Texas at the start of her career, and she sort of branched out from there. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of a short match. I was actually impressed with Billy Kay. Yeah, that was really? that was one thing I was going to bring up. Like, 
since they're bringing up all of the ladies from from NXT, obviously they're having to make new stars, and Billy Kay is looking like that she's going to be one of them that they're that they're trying to make into a, a I'm big gonna star. Be like maybe I was looking at it differently, but I was like for a while, and I was like, this is supposed to be debut of Ember Moon, and I'm like, I'm like focus on Billy Kay more than mm-hmm. Ember Moon. Yeah, I'm I'm digging Billy Kay. I think she's uh, she's very athletic, very talented, and I'm looking forward to seeing what what she has but uh ember moon did not disappoint i mean the matchup like i said was kind of short the finishing maneuver was really nice that thing is gonna eventually hurt her oh absolutely the the whole the yes i mean i agree with you guys the billy k did look really good and she seems like someone they're gonna need to rely on uh to sort of bolster the rest of these like i'm gonna say rookie crop but they're they're not necessarily rookies but you know what i mean the less experienced girls so she's going to up and comers. She's an asset, but th- she was there just to showcase Ember Moon. Sure. It's all about her. Yeah. Hitting the O face and people popping for that shit. And yeah, I mean, I thought it was a strong debut. I don't know if the gimmick has legs, although it wasn't too sticky. It was more yeah, just, just like a presentation. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. I can see her dropping like the uh, contacts very quickly and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I have to say that. That stunner that she did, or whatever her, mm-hmm. it's gonna go over she well. Called it the O face. I don't. I doubt the she's O gonna, face. I don't think she's gonna call it the O face. Oh, uh, oh, because that's what it makes the crowd do. Oh, uh, that's gonna go over well. Like that's gonna have legs on it, just like the Pepsi plunge. <laughs> As you know, because you know he has to do you know land on these. She's gonna land on her tailbone. Oh yeah. So I mean, eh. certain moves. I'm like. Oh. It's cool. Well, it's just like a leg drop off the top rope or something, you know. Still, uh, Elbow from the top rope, landing on your hip. Just comes with the uh, with the turf. Um, after that, Bobby Roode getting the victory over CN. You know, I really wasn't too impressed with the match. I mean, it was all right, but I was just into his entrance. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it was the glorious bomb that's got me into the music and all that stuff, but I mean, I've, I'm I'm digging the entrance and all that stuff. Yeah, so. it's definitely one of those get into your head kind of themes, and then the fact that the crowd was singing along with it too. Oh my gosh, and what's, 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 what's sad too is they were booing Cien. Well, yeah. I'm like, why? He's not, the, he's not a heel. Cien's not a heel. I'm like, I know that you like Bobby Roode, but. Well, that's the reason. Oh, man. The NXT crowd, man, once they pick out someone that they like, that's who they're going with. This sucks because, I don't know, it's like you knew that Bobby Roode was going to get the one. Well, not 100%, but you felt like it was going to happen. But Well, I don't what know. Do See, what that, do you do with CN? This is, that's exactly what I was going to say. This is one of those things where it was like, are they going to build another star in CN or are they going to let... Nope. Nope, they sure won't. Uh, Bobby Roode gets the win. Well, they could have like, okay, you had your glorious entrance. And it wasn't. But you, you know, you lose. Yeah, I mean, I really feel sorry for Andrade because I feel like the reason that he didn't succeed is the way I feel that a lot of these guys could with they come in with reputations get over is there are NXT fans are a niche of wrestling fans and there are a niche of NXT fans which is already a niche of overall wrestling fans that follow Japanese wrestling or follow Lucha Libre and that niche of the niche tell the slightly larger niche that hey this guy coming in has a reputation and then that's how those people know to get excited for these guys coming in the sad thing is that uh within a niche of a niche less people uh, pay attention to lucha libre than pay attention to japanese wrestling so when a guy 
Like Lasombra comes in, who's actually really good. They aren't necessarily they they may know he has a name, but they're not necessarily as hyped on him as someone else. Uh, just because I feel like less Americans pay attention to Lucha Libre than Japanese wrestling. Uh, it's just sort of the way it is, and I think it's a, a bummer for Andrade because I'll just I'll be honest with you. I think he's a lot more talented than Bobby Roode. I think Bobby Roode is bland as fuck. I think he's a dude with a really over. He's like a the two things that the Rude has that Andrade doesn't have is an entrance theme that everyone likes, and like the ability to speak English fluently because he's not as good of a worker as Andrade. He and Andrade's Agreed. charismatic. Agreed. You can see and yeah. you can see whenever he like does, whenever he was up on the ropes, he had his hand on yeah. his head and hey, what are you doing? He's not. It's not. He's not a charisma void. Like Bobby Rude can talk okay and Bobby Roode can wrestle okay but there are like a lot of dudes out there who are a lot better who could take that entrance and all that investment that WWE gave to Bobby Roode and be like a more complete package you know what I mean and it's hard to fault NXT for putting Roode over because he was the more over guy yeah. I don't think Andrade's blameless in this in the sense that Do you think it was just a bad pairing no, I think I think he's already sort of floundered before Rude ever entered the picture. Mm. I just think that it's a tough spot to put him in against if you're going to build him. It, he shouldn't be the like the Dillinger guy who's like um, giving the spotlight to the guy coming in because if you hope for him to be a star, then he's got to get some fo- some footing before he can make someone else. And I think he was already sort of like floundering a little bit. And I don't think it's entirely not his fault, but I don't think it's entirely his fault either. I just, uh, I felt bad for him because uh, people were really into Bobby Roode. And I don't know why the fuck they are because I think, he's, I think he's really bland. He's a bland wrestler. I really like, I didn't really get too much into beer money and stuff like that whenever he was in TNA. And like, I, I mean, I would listen to him and I, I think he's all right. Like, I feel like maybe he's a better talker than wrestler. I mean, I don't think he sucks as wrestler as a wrestler, but I mean, the match they had was all right, and the only reason it was all right is because Andrade did some cool shit to make it not completely boring. I mean, in one sense, you could look at at a team like uh, uh, Enzo and Cass, and be like, the crowd loves them because. They're great talkers. They right. have that good entrance. Right. You know, no one goes back and be like, did you see their tag match? Right. It was, oh, did you hear what they said? Yeah. So, you know, when you have a theme for Bobby Roode that's as over as it is, that's the allure. But that's once that fades out, where do you go from there? But the difference between the Enzo and Cass comparison you're drawing is that Enzo and Cass are over as talkers because they themselves talk well. Mm-hmm. Bobby Roode doesn't have anything to do with his entrance song. It's like they gave, they bestowed upon him an entrance that people like. He's not over because he's really awesome in the ring or really good on the mic. He's just okay in the ring and okay on the mic and has a cool song. At least Enzo and Cass are over because they can talk. Right. That's something they did. Right. Not, mm-hmm. not like, you know, it wasn't like bestowed upon them, you know? Yeah. And it's hard to fault them for putting Rude over because he is technically the more over guy. I just don't see where you go from. I don't see a, like a lot of future in him. Yeah. I think they are going to eventually put him in the main event picture. Oh, no doubt. For sure. I mean, I, and no, and I, I really hope that CN, like, I don't know. I don't want him to keep he's on good, losing. He's good, man. He's yeah, really yeah. good. I agree. And I feel like this is the best match he's had. Since what been was his first event. match? It was against Ty Dillinger, right? It was against Ty Dillinger, yeah. Ten. 
Uh, after that, we got to see some tag team action. The Revival going up against Gargano and Ciampa. Wow. I, I liked it, but I don't know if it was like halfway through the match or when they kept on going back and forth and mm-hmm. like the, the pinfalls. I was like, I was like, shit. I was like, <laughs> Ciampa and Gargano are going to lose. I could see it. Yeah, they did all the hope spots and the near falls. And- maybe I need to rewatch it again. I think I was deep into it, but if it felt like a long ass match when they, they gave them a, go back and forth, they gave them a lot of good time. Uh, I felt the match was really solid because I was into it and I was like, "Oh no, they're gonna win!" No, and then I got to a point I was like, "Fuck, they're gonna lose!" And <laughs> don't get me wrong, I mean, I like the revival too, but I I wanted Champa and Gargano to win it. Yeah. How about you, Doug? I thought they killed it. Yeah. The, DIY, I guess they're calling themselves, are really good at the like go go like near fall stuff, and the revival are really good at that like cutting off a like a comeback, and that sort of like meshes really well together because they're really good at like having people like buy into their near falls, and the revival are like really good at like taking those like taking that momentum away from the team, putting the foot on the road. Right. There's like two or three times, like, oh, they're gonna get oh shit, they took him out. So they actually like. Their styles complement each other like really well. Yeah. So yeah, they killed it. They had I mean. great chemistry yeah. with one another. And uh I don't know how you guys feel about but the uh Gargano and Ciampa theme that they come out to, I freaking love it. I forgot. It's so simple, but I just it I, I gotta re listen to it. It hasn't left an impression on me one way or the other. So Yeah. I dig it. I like it. Uh, but yeah, these these two teams put on Johnny Wrestling a really great matchup worth checking out. After that, Oscar versus Bailey. Y'all know, two. Not, to cut, not to cut you guys off, but you know that Chompa turns coming because they keep teasing the fucking like hug after. Yeah, the match. I swear that's you know what I not, thought. They're not long for this world as a team. You know that, right? Oh. Don't <laughs> say that. They're destined to be yeah, together forever. They, yeah, they got you. shirts made. Their NXT tapings like tonight or tomorrow. I bet they break up during those. <laughs> Because I saying, saw it, I saw it. And I was thinking that then. I was like, "Oh no, he's walking by him. He's looking. Chump is looking weird. He's gonna, he's gonna pull him around and close on him or something." But it's Gargano who turns on Champa. Oh, no one saw I that see, coming. I seen the look in your eyes, motherfucker. You were gonna turn on me. I turn on you before you can turn on me. Beat you to the punch, bitch. Nah, man. Johnny's the babyface. Not yeah, yeah, for sure, for <clears throat> sure. Johnny wrestling. Tommaso Champa. I like that kick thing they do where it's like they have them on the turnbuckle and they're like their heads between their legs. And yeah. They kick. Very nice. So, uh, Asuka versus Bailey 2 for the I NXT sh- women's match title. Still think it's weird that she's wearing a thong. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. I'll let, let it go. go. All right. It's fine. She's been wearing it the whole time. I know, yeah. but it's still weird. I know it's part of everything, but yeah. yeah. It's on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Like That's why it counts. Like Superman. Well, or Quail Man. I wear my underwear. Quail what? Yeah. Quail Man? Yeah. Yeah, I think they killed it too. There were a couple of spots that got a little rough and a little shaky as far as they dropped a couple of things, but I felt like they were able to recover in a way that took nothing away from the match, which is really hard to do. And I just, man, these two women are, both of these women are really fucking good. And uh, you can't take anything, yeah. away, anything away from them. They are just that fucking good. Um, yeah, man, I don't know what to say because it was a really good match. I mean, now that we know what we know with Bailey coming up, sure, it makes sense. The right person won. I feel Bailey like had her swan song. There's nothing left for her to do. In an You're right. I feel like 
Asuka has like the Shinsuke thing going on where she's like, you know, like that creepy smile that they, you know, mm-hmm. they do or whatever. It's like, oh, you want to actually hit me? Yeah, you okay. Think you, can, you know, you, you asked for it. Come on. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. Another great matchup for the ladies at an NXT TakeOver event. And um, I mean, some of these matches I remember liking or I remember disliking, but just because so much has happened this week and it's been so long at this point. So many mm-hmm. days, like specifics of me recalling, like uh, like specific critiques or specific praises, is going to be a little hard this week. I have so. to take notes or something sure. next time. <laughs> Bring a notepad. Yeah. Um, after that main event, Shinsuke Nakamura going up against Samoa Joe for the NXT Championship. That was a cool entrance. They they gave the the violin. Yeah, it was okay. The guy did all right. He was a little flat, but you know, whatever. I'm not one to complain. You're flat. It sucked. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I it could have been his worse. His interest in general, I just, I've, I've always, you know, liked it. So yeah. What about the match itself? What did you think about that? It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I, I totally enjoyed it. And uh, every match, like when Shinsuke walks around, how he carries himself, and mm-hmm. like we've talked about his, what's the word? Um, I don't know, swag. Swag, that's it. Yeah, I guess that's it. I like how he carries himself and does all that stuff, and he can back it up. It's just Samoa Joe. I mean, you can't take anything away from him, too. It's just uh, it's a good match. Yeah. There was one small complaint that I had for the matchup. Uh, the rest of the match was absolutely solid, but it was the beginning of the match. Leading up with the introductions, you know, Samoa Joe and having to physically be held back. You know, waiting for the chance to get his hands on Nakamura. Bell finally rings, and they circle one another. Collar elbow tie up. Instead of just going straight. Yeah, instead of just charging one another, trying to just beat the holy hell out of one another. Although, you know, maybe they wanted to slow play it, however they did. That would have been... That would have been on Joe, though, because right. the story in the story, like, knocks to the cool guy. Like, he's too cool to be rattled. So, right. he would just approach it like a normal match. So, it would be on Joe to bring that to him, like, yeah, and that's yeah. that's the thing where it's like, okay, so you've you've built up all these promos where Joe's having to be pulled apart, Nakamura's laughing it off. Right. They have a you know stare down backstage or whatever. Joe has to be pulled apart. You know, Nakamura's just standing there. So he gets in the ring. Referee's having to push him back. Hey, man, wait for the bell. Wait for the bell. You know, got your nose and all that. Uh, I thought that was. And funny. then the bell rings, and then he just circles like, no. You 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 finally have him. Go get him. But other than that, that that was pretty much my only complaint about the match. I think that's a completely fair criticism. Yeah. But uh, you know, the matchup, solid work from both guys. They did they did cut to the throwing up the X thing, but apparently that was all like a work for the thing. They're trying to mm. what? I guess like sell like he broke his jaw with the Kinshasa. Dislocated or his jaw. Well they did like a they did like a cut away from the celebration to the ref throwing up the X. On Joe, and they try. I guess they tried to work like a jaw injury, but it's it's Keep a work for a few weeks. Oh, so it's it is a work. Yeah, he's fine. Okay, because I know he he tweeted that on, on the internet. Because he tweeted on his. I, I mean, mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're all supposed to read this guy. Tweet on his account at WWE Magazine, jaw, of course. But it's your monthly subscription got put back in place or something. <sighs> It was dislocated, then it was relocated. Back in the day, the WWF magazine was really fucking cool. I know you guys may be like a little too young for to have a, like been, been it, but I used to I used to subscribe and have it, and it was like 
I have five of those magazines. Maybe it's just because I was younger, but <laughs> like it was really fucking cool back then. I don't know. Maybe kids feel about it the new they feel about it today how I felt about it back then, but it just didn't They don't have the magazine anymore. That's right. They did stop it, huh? Bum, bum, well, they do it digitally, but they don't publish it as oh, a hard copy. Digitally. Hmm. I think they do it digitally. Save those trees, man. Uh, but Shinsuke Nakamura, you're new NXT champion. So really good performance by all of the competitors. The NXT takeovers are always just something really special. I swear, man, I'm getting the, the itch, man. I want to become... I want Nakamura to be an NXT champion in the game, man. I want to play it. I want to play that shit right now. In time. No. We'll get there. I want the uh, damn game now. Well, you're going to have to wait a while. So deal with it. Uh, that takes us into SummerSlam. Uh, they had uh, two kickoff matches. No, three kickoff matches. I'm sorry. Um, only one of them were originally scheduled as uh, the main card. That being Sheamus versus Cesaro. Uh, but they had American Alpha teaming up with the Usos, teaming up with the Hype Bros to go up against the Ascension, the Vaude Villains, and Breezango. Um, I didn't get to catch this matchup. I came in during the uh, Sheamus and Cesaro yeah, matches. Yeah. I was about to say, you're going to have to tell me how it went because by the time I got back from Houston and stuff, yeah. I only like caught like the last two matches. Yeah. Uh, I mean, same outcome as what happened on SmackDown earlier that week. It was the exact same match, but they just... I guess needed a time fill. Doug, did you get to check that match? <gasps> Which match? The the American Alpha Usos Hype Bros versus Ascension Vaudevillains. I did. I tried. I did see that match, but I was trying to Google if it is in fact because I I said so many things wrong. Like I didn't want to be like. <laughs> uh, I may be wrong about that too. I can't find it. Maybe it's not digital even anymore. So Man, I don't Doug, fucking know what's going on. Falling apart. I'm here. tired. I don't know what the fuck's going on. A lot of shit happening. Uh, yeah, it was fine. They worked hard. It was very weird because the, the building was very empty there the first match on, and they went on maybe uh, maybe 30 or 40 minutes into the two-hour pre-show, which is absurd. And someone but, tweeted uh, at me uh, about the event because I was like, oh, my gosh, this thing has been going on for so long, right. uh, this, this event. And someone tweeted at me who follows me on Twitter. They were like, yeah, I'm at the event. I've been here since, like, 3 o'clock. They didn't open shit. the doors until... Okay, so like the the kickoff started at what four 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 central, yeah. He was like they didn't open the doors until much later than they originally thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why a lot of people weren't getting into the building. Yeah, because <clears throat> it was still very empty. They worked hard. Uh, they had a pretty decent match, but uh, you know it was not, it wasn't anything to write home about. How about the uh, the next kickoff match? Sami Zayn teaming up with Neville going up against the Dudley Boys in what was, is now their Dudley Boys final matchup or whatever. It was very short. It was basically just uh, Zayn and Neville got a couple of like cool moves in, and then they did the, the Zayn ducked a clothesline and Bubba hit Devon with it. They both the miscommunication spot, and then that led to the finish. It was very short, so it was mm. not not much to speak about. Okay, so here's here's what I got is from at Sky High Bree. Um, Saying, most of us have been here since like 3.30. We were told the doors were opening at 4, which would have been 3 our time. Uh, but they didn't until 5.30. So 4.30 is when the doors opened. Pre-show starts at 4. Wow. So It might have been falling in, filing in as this match was happening. Yeah. So Zane and Neville going up against the Dudley Boys. I'm sorry. I didn't catch what you said. They heard it. <laughs> 
Okay. Whoever was listening. They all heard it. Yeah. Um, Listeners heard it. They heard it. That's what's most important. Uh, There's no need for me to repeat that. (laughs) Then uh, Sheamus going up against Cesaro in the best of seven. Um, I actually... I enjoyed this matchup. I would have. Pref- I'm, I'm kind of glad that it got bumped to to kick off because they were allotted a lot of time, and I know that if it had been on the main card, it probably would have been shortened down. But these guys went a good, like 15, 20 minutes somewhere around there. Mm. Maybe not that long. It's hard for me to recall, but, but they they went for a while, and uh, they had a really good matchup with uh, Sheamus getting the getting the win and taking the lead one to zero. It was good. Uh, both these guys are really good. They're really good together. They work really hard together. What I'm concerned about is with the best of seven like series is I would hope to see some like escalation and some build in the matches and storytelling that's going to play off of previous matches. This match can only end by submission. This match can only end by count out. This match can only end by last man standing. I mean, not some, not so much that. Just like callbacks to previous matches and uh, things that worked. In previous matches, guys learning from that, and like, mm. uh, I mean, like belt to belt storytelling the, in that sense, like escalating. So I would hope to see some of that, but I, I don't know if that's what we're gonna see. Yeah, anybody could do tell. it at Cesaro, though. So absolutely, and uh, Cesaro was involved in like a backstage exclusive video, yep. or whatever for uh, WWE.com on Raw. Raw. Where he made mention that the winner of the series gets a title opportunity, so at least there is some implica- implications um, to this series taking place. Fuck it, I'm gonna sit down too. All right, welcome to the welcome to the party. Best of nine. Yeah. So uh, we kick SummerSlam off. Jericho and Owens going up against Cass and en- uh, Enzo, and uh, Enzo coming out cutting uh, a killer promo. For those of you who live in New York or are familiar with New York, and they're been, uh, musical artists. If throughout the whole week on WWE.com and on Facebook, that you know they have all their stars, you know, to impress stuff yeah. everywhere. Well, they showed Enzo and Cass going everywhere, like to <laughs> shoe places. Mm-hmm. Did you see that and yeah. stuff? And he's just. He said in one interview, he's like, "Man, it's good when you get famous and you know more people recognize it." <laughs> Because pe- people will send you free stuff all the time. Goes, Check out these J's. And he's like, I got that for free. <laughs> he's just getting free stuff like that. Nice. Um, so, yeah. So, Jericho going up against Enzo and Kaz. Um, this is on just the matchup? A, I thought it was surprising. filler tag team for yeah. until whatever happens to uh, Owens. Yeah. So. I mean... Cass and Enzo had me with B.I.G. because I'm a big B.I.G. fan. I think he's the greatest of all time. Uh, Juicy is an iconic song, and for them to base their promo around the song, I mean, I'm in the bag for that kind of shit. I I mean, I guess if you don't like B.I.G. or you don't like hip-hop, or I can see how it wouldn't affect you, but that's the kind of thing that seems like uh, was made for Doug in a Doug factory. Like, they just, like, mix, <laughs> you know, make stuff for me, you know? Like, that's something that's tailor-made for me to appreciate, you know? It feels like that, at least. You know those things you think in the world that you think, like, exist just for you, you know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. how that kind of thing feels for me. So, of course, I, I'm in the bag for that. I appreciate that. 
Uh, what else is being shipped out of the Doug Factory? I, I want to work at the Doug Factory. I don't know. You guys are running with this Doug Factory shit, aren't you? <laughs> um, I'm just curious. Yeah, like I'm just making like an expression. You know what I yeah. mean? No, I do. I do. You know, I mean, I, have you never felt like something is like so perfectly within your taste that like it was made for you? It's like, you know, one of your favorite rappers like combined with pro wrestling. That's like a, a Doug thing, you know? Like, only people like me, like, you know, are going to mm. like get that. And I'm there are stuff that's made for Daniel and the Daniel Factory. And Ty, it's not just a Doug factory. I mean, there is a Tyler factory. Tyler, there's a you Dino, get a factory. There's a Daniel factory. <laughs> I mean, shit. His man. would be '80s Doctor Who wrestling plus wrestling. You know what I'm? You know, that's what I'm trying to say. No, yeah, I know. I, I totally understand. I mean, I said it a little like goofy, but you know, Two K Seventeen made in the Tyler factory. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Doctor you know, Who is your created character and comes out with a. Maybe. Boombox. Maybe. And, Sorry, uh, go ahead. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, I mean, these guys are good talkers, not necessarily great wrestlers. Uh, God bless Enzo for being able to talk so <laughs> fucking well because he's not that great in the ring. Oh Enzo at gosh. his best is... Enzo at his best in the ring is either getting thrown around by the opposite team or letting Big Cass throw him around. That's when Enzo is at his best. <laughs> picks him up and tosses him over the top rope. Picks him up and tosses him from the top rope. Enzo's at his throw. best when he's got a mic in his hand or he's a rag doll for somebody. <laughs> and that's fine. At least he, he's like, he excels at He has something. a purpose. He's got, he, he excels at one of the dimensions of wrestling. So, and you know, Cass is very limited still. Cass is a better wrestler than Enzo. Zero times. Still very formulaic. He's going to throw a big boot, and he's going to toss Cass around a little bit, and he's going to hit that Empire elbow. And he's going to say, how are you doing? It's a very specific formula that they work. Hit him with it, Zoe. But, you know, they're going to improve, I, w- I at least hope. And goddamn, dude, I'm way, into, I'm, I'm way into Jericho again. I don't know what it yeah. is. <laughs> really? I, is it the I, stash? Th- uh, the Jericho and the Owens team, I'm really into. The, is mean, it because of the you team? You guys didn't see the... Did you see the pre-show promo? I'm assuming no, you guys did. I okay. not, no. It was... They were fucking on point with the... Oh, we should talk about the Baron Corbin... You guys didn't see the Baron Corbin pre-show uh, no. promo. No, huh. He cut a promo on uh, Kalisto about how he just like came up on the pre-show panel or whatever and just like picked it up. He's like, I got some shit to say. And they were like, what are you doing here? And he's just like, whatever. And, uh, whatever the hell I want. Who's going to stop me? He was basically calling, because he was supposed to wrestle, I guess in storyline, he was supposed to wrestle Kalisto. And he's like calling him a coward for ducking him, saying all this shit, spoke some fucking Spanish to the motherfucker, was like, <laughs> really? was just like fucking dressing him down. And then, and then Renee goes to ask, he's like, I'm not fucking here to answer. He didn't say fuck. He's like, I'm not here to answer <laughs> questions. Sets his shit down and walks off. <laughs> it, was the, it was the best promo Baron Corbin has ever cut. And he was very convincing as like really? a stoic hard. I'm telling you. We'll watch it after this. Uh, and it was on the pre-show. It was on the pre- God knows. It's probably like 45 minutes into the fucking two-hour pre-show. <laughs> Who knows yeah. what time it was. But uh, it was a, the best promo Corbin's ever cut. And I saw some... Real promise in him as a character. Nice. nice. So go back in if you didn't see it. But uh, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Jericho uh, and Owens. Yeah, they. Backstage. Yeah, so what was their I, stuff about? I can't remember. I just remember being really entertained by it. Impressed. They were on the same level. I just like the shtick they're doing. I don't know. Like, I, it's just really appealing to me right now. I love the fact that after the matchup, Owens is like, I love you, Chris. I love you. And like, even in the match, he's like blowing kisses to him and. You know, this is for you, Chris. You're my buddy. I got your back, best friend. Like, just the the small things. Yeah, they're really good together. 
Wouldn't expect it, but and match I'll, was match was eh, but Enzo yeah. and Cass aren't that good. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, it, it was kind of surprising to to see Jericho and and Owens get the win, but hey, you know, because I picked uh, um, Enzo and Cass, so I mean, yeah. that's what that's that's what we felt. Uh, that was weird that they won because it was like, okay, I mean. Jericho and Owens, they can take the loss. Right. I don't feel like Enzo and Cass could take the loss. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess they can take the loss. Well, they're big enough stars that they can. And, you know, like we've we've talked about, it's not necessarily their wrestling that wins yeah. them over with the crowd. It's what yeah. they do before the matchup that, that you know, really gets them going. But, uh, yeah. So. Well, so what if, like, Enzo, like, still is, like, a, later on they break up, like, later on in the future. He's still wrestler, but he also becomes a manager too. So he See, wrestles. I would be, I'd be totally fine with that. I'd be fine if yo, you were, my boy right here, it's gonna kick you. You know, the saying something, but you know, I'll get in the ring too. Like, not a parallel path, but a similar path would be that of Matt Stryker. Started out as a wrestler, became sort of a manager type. Then he went, then he went to uh, commentary, and you know, the rest is history from there. But he do, he still wrestles from time to time. So, you know. Not saying that that's the path that it's going to happen for Enzo. I think Enzo wants to wrestle too. You know? Well, yeah, absolutely. But he has the possibility of better options, being a manager, commentator, something like that. Who knows? Time will you tell. You know my boy. Yeah. Zero times. Zero times. Uh, after that, we got to see Charlotte and Sasha tear it down and uh, really go to town on each other's back. Oh, my gosh. I'm surprised. Is Sasha hurt? She... Not from this particular match, but she is, you know, suffering from injuries. She's taken a month off to recover from nagging injuries, back, neck, shoulder, I'm, all that. Yeah, I'm not surprised that she's. Yeah, feeling the hurt. Yeah. Um, Good lord. It was kind of shocking to see Charlotte get the win. No, if you guys recall, uh, if you go back to the sh- the prediction show last week, I said. I think my official prediction is Sasha because I feel like that's uh, the correct direction. But if you guys remember, I said I think Charlotte's going to win this match mm-hmm. because I heard do you, I I heard a lot of fuss about how they were going to change. There was a uh, big rumors going that they were going to change it there, so mm. I didn't want to believe it. So obviously, I picked against my what I should have picked. But yeah, but you know, Charlotte ends up taking it, and that tumble from the top rope was oh, that was nasty. Uh, uh, you know, and then they continued on on more stuff similar to it. It's just, dude, stop doing that shit. Easy, take it easy on the back. But uh, yeah, Charlotte, the new women's champion. So yeah, I like this match a lot, and uh, it was odd because there were so many, so many fucking like botches. Not so many. There were a couple of big big botches that felt like they should have taken you out of the match. But the recklessness that they felt like they had, the like disregard like they felt like they had for one another, like sort of like swept that under the rug and made it feel mm-hmm. like uh Dirty. Like, it just made it feel like they were trying to kill each other or something, you know? Like I mean it wasn't like a blo- it was not like a oh, fucking yeah, like a blood feud like where I'm gonna fucking slit this dude's throat or anything. But like <laughs> you're gonna die. Like their fuck ups were covered in a way that felt like uh, I don't know how to describe it. I just they didn't take me out of the match, 
there were some big, stupid, ridiculous bumps taken. Uh, there, like you said, like you guys, I'm sure said, they almost killed each other like a couple yeah. of times. Uh, I mean, a couple of times. <sighs> we'll get we'll get back things. to the re- this recklessness with Charlotte stuff, but uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like she's improved, but at the same time, I still feel like she's really reckless. Yeah, and I think like a lot of young and reckless. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think two of those were her fault. So, I, and I'm no, I'm no expert or anything, but I feel like she's. Yeah, but I like the match like in, in spite of that. Uh, after that, Miz and Apollo Cruz short matchup. Apollo Creed. Title. Apollo Creed. Apollo Cruz. <laughs> uh, Miz retains. Anything to take away from the matchup? I actually, Not I really. ended up missing this match because I was like, I was looking away. For whatever reason, and I uh, look back up, and oh, the match is over. Okay, I thought Apollo was gonna win. Yeah, but Miz uh, Miz goes on to retain and keeps the Miz World Tour Intercontinental Championship reign going. Yeah, that's the right call. Yeah, it was a good <clears throat> cool down match. Uh, because after that, we got what is I would say is match of the night, definite top contender for uh, match of the year, at least in the top five. Uh, AJ Styles versus John Cena, and uh, I mean, what can you really say about this matchup? These guys went to town. Uh, great matchup, great counters, just overall great action. Yeah, I mean, AJ's been on a fucking tear this year. He's had great matches with seemingly everyone that he's been matched with. I can't mm-hmm. think of. Someone he's had a bad match with. He had good matches with Roman that people are overlooking and underrated. What about the Jericho stuff? Uh, the, the Jericho match on Raw was fine. I don't think it was actively bad, but it wasn't. No, I mean, like when he first started. You remember how the few. That's what I'm saying. Oh. The, the, uh, wasn't the first match on like SmackDown or something? And I remember thinking this was fine, but they sort of. They were clearly holding off stuff for later matches at that point. I don't remember the, uh, the pay per view match, but, uh, I don't know. Like AJ's been on a tear. Um, Cena seemingly just came back. It, feel, yeah. it feels like, and but uh, you know, they, they call him Big Match John for a reason. I mean, he delivers, and uh, they killed it. I mean, I thought that three fourths of the match seemed like the go home stretch, where like trading finishes and <laughs> yeah. like reversals. What, but uh, why does it seem like every time John Cena? I guess it's how he throws a person or whatever. Every time, like he'll do. The fu, like, either like stand up or on the the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. The person, I guess, always lands on their tailbone. Looks like. Oh, that's just because they over like they rotate. Right. So it's I don't know. I kind of. It's cringe. hard to land that right. Yeah, I kind of cringe because I know it's part of the business. You're gonna hurt with no matter what. But I'm like, mm-hmm. protect the tailbone. But I mean, my God. This matchup was was crazy. The crowd was definitely into it. Um, I think this is where this was the final match before the crowd kind of died out and got a little cranky. But uh, I mean, they went all in on this matchup. AJ Styles and John Cena went all out in this matchup. Worth checking out. Really good stuff. He won with the Styles Clash, or what, did he win with the? Uh, no, he he hit a Styles Clash. Phenomenal. Form. Was like fuck it, I'm not going for the cover. Then he hit the. Like, he was like, I'm putting the icing uh, on the cake. It was like a, he already kicked out of one Styles Clash earlier, so he was like, I'm for sure going to make sure I put him away. So he doubled up. Yeah, and to be honest, I was kind of surprised that it was a clean win 
and for for you know a guy who came from TNA to pin the WWE's top guy for the past 15 years, like to me that kind of blew my mind. Like I would I would never think that Vince would allow something like that to happen, but you know times are a changing. Well, uh, there's a couple of factors. One, John is clearly going away for a while. Um, he left. He did the whole like I left my armband in the. He's mm-hmm. not done, but he's he's done for a while. Going to and film season never two give of up, TV but I'm giving up for a few months. Well, I mean, no, there I'm was. Uh, I don't know if it was last week on Talking Smack or the previous week, but there was this whole thing where he was saying he's at the point in his career where he's like he he's waiting and wanting someone to take a spot from. He's like. I'm waiting for the guy to do what I do as consistently as I do it to take this spot from me so I can, well, like, ride into the sunset. And maybe that's a vote of confidence from him to, to put him over that clean. Maybe it's not his call at all. No. But clearly AJ is, I think, the guy to build around on the blue brand. I think that's what they're going to end up doing. But how long of a career can you have with AJ Styles? Yeah. Well, you can get another five years out of him. I mean, mm. he's old, but he's not over the hill. I mean... Yeah. Because I want to say, like, he and Cena are around the same age. They are. But, oh. I mean, if Cena wanted to go five more years, he could go sure. five more years. But it'd be a uh, passing of the torch, if you will, changing of the guard. Sure. I'll tell someone you can pass the torch to. And he's young. Johnny Gargano. There you go. There you go. Never going to happen. <laughs> no. John Cena ain't jobbing for Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Not at this point in his career. Like... By the time Gargano got to a status that would be acceptable for him to have the torch passed to him, Cena will be done. No offense to Gargano. I know he's your boy and all. Well, after that, Gallows and Anderson going up against Woods and Kingston. And a little help from Jon Stewart. I don't know. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) The crowd didn't really seem to be all into this matchup. They didn't seem to be into Jon Stewart, which I found kind of odd because... In the Daily Show taped in New York, like I figured that it'd be all he over. He doesn't him. do it anymore. Well, I know that, but you know, just they had for history. Sake, I imagine he is dead. Jars with testicle water and oh, Lord. It was almost like they wanted some sort of like outside name for the show, which he agreed to do it again. And it's almost like they tried to apologize for last year by putting him <laughs> with the the popular act instead mm-hmm. of the, you know. And uh, they still hated it. They still hated it. Yeah, I thought he was going to turn. I was expecting that, too. He was going to take off the New Day shirt and have a club shirt or something. (gasps) I mean, it's hard to get that sort of stuff over. It's just dumb. It doesn't really... I don't know. It just doesn't... It just doesn't connect, you know? Doctor? Phenomenal? Doctor? Phenomenal? (laughs) And the tease from Balor. He's been teasing on Twitter how long about the club and all that. Yeah. Yeah, but they that was that's a good tease though. That's a yeah. they put it in their pocket for later. Yeah, that they did. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's gonna have to be much later. Um, but any thoughts on the matchup itself? No, but can I? Uh, no, the match was kind of bad, and <laughs> the Stewart stuff was kind of bad, mm-hmm. and I'm happy that Biggie's back, even though he wasn't really hurt. But it's still like. Uh, why do they do all that? I that? hate when baby faces have to get the win with the numbers advantage, and the baby faces technically had the outside interference on their behalf. So I don't <laughs> no, like that. It's four on two. Yeah, it was basically four on two. <laughs> well, three and a half at best. <laughs> okay, three and a half. Three and a fourth if you go by the jar size. Piggy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinks all that stuff. Can we talk? Can we talk about how fucking awesome that KFC commercial with Dolph Ziggler and the Miz was? <laughs> I was like, 
Yeah. I, well, I was like, what the hell am I watching? But this is cool. First of all, I love how all their commercials now, they're making it tied to the product. Like every commercial, whoever's advertising with them, they're getting something wrestling related. And they're it, having the Miz involved. Well, I, if, if it's the they're drawing the Jolly Ranchers to wrestle or Dolph and the, and the Miz are going to wrestle as a chicken in the general. I love Dolph I was, as the Colonel. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> Like, holy shit, the colonel is buff, and he's, like, talking, like, all southern style and shit. And I thought it was super fucking yeah. cool. I was like, if you if I have to see a commercial, this is a commercial I want to see. How awesome would it have been? Because I read that they taped that on that past SmackDown or something like that. I think I heard that, too. And to be a part of that, like, oh, no, we're cheering for the colonel. I was like, fuck yeah. I love awesome. that, like, it's um, smoke when he goes backstage, but then he's, like, on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. So terrible. I loved it. You know what's I, I so funny awesome. is... And kind of cool, uh, KFC is getting their shit out there because they partnered with DC Comics, and they have their own comics uh, stuff with like DC superheroes and oh, stuff, God. and there's like alternate dimensions with other colonels and stuff, and it's, I haven't got that comic, which I do want to get, so I was like... Did I say colonel or did I say general? I probably Kern. fucked it up. I think you said colonel. So they're probably getting their shit the out there everywhere in the weirdest Check way. the internet. <laughs> The weirdest way, but it's still pretty cool. Even if it's like sci-fi or wrestling, it's mm-hmm. hey man, they're getting it's, it's really cool. While we're on the topic of DC, did y'all get to see Suicide Squad yet? I have not. I saw it. What do you think? It was fine. I think yeah. the people who were saying it was awful or sort of exaggerating, I think the people who were saying it was awesome or exaggerating. Yeah. I think it's there, was, uh, there were good points. There were bad points. I can I know see both that. Uh, it said that Leto was disappointed. He was like tricked to be in Joker because he thought it was going to go in a different direction. I don't think he was tricked. I think there was a significant amount of footage of him that cut, wasn't shown. Yeah, cut that sort of added more to make more sense of of what they saw. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in all honesty, he could have been left out of the movie altogether, and it would probably it would have been like less segmented feeling. Yeah, uh, I finally sat down and watched the Batman v Superman. Ultimate Edition last night. Hers like three hours. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. That's the, I've never watched the theatrical version. Neither have I. So I uh, I watched that. I was like, this is good. Yeah. And Sushan was like, no, I watched it like in theaters and like it, it got me confused on certain things because they cut to certain parts. Yeah, they added about thirty minutes into the Ultimate Edition, and to be honest, I enjoyed it. I thought oh, yeah. it was fine. I did too. But I liked the movie. Really good. Whatever. People were just cranky about being cranky. Um, I want to complain. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm curious as to how the Justice League movie is going to be because I'm pretty sure Wonder Woman. It was like be Batman versus badass. Superman. It's going to be good. So uh, let's dive back into the SummerSlam. Uh, Dean let's, Ambrose. Let's dive back into the Colonel Chris Sanders Bush. and the chicken stuff. It was good shit, man. It's finger little good. Okay, that's it. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE World Championship. WWE. WWE. Thought it was a bad it. match. I they didn't hold. Did I watch it. I don't know they didn't draw it. me in. Uh, I don't ever think I felt like Ziggler had a chance to win. Uh, he never had a chance. Ambrose was extremely cocky at the end. Like when he finally hit Dirty Deeds, and he was like, "All right, ref, you know what to do." Yeah, like, I, I never felt like the finish was in question. And I don't feel like they did anything within the course of the match to ever make me doubt what I had already assumed was happening. Yeah, I I just didn't think it was a good match, and uh, I just didn't. Nothing really stood out. Yeah, I I didn't watch it. Okay. Um. After that, Natalia and Alexa Bliss 
Instead of Eva Marie, they got the return of Nikki Bella. Which I caught the end part of that match. The crowd absolutely popped. So, <laughs> so it was a better. It was probably a better match than what it would be, I guess, with Eva Marie. That yeah, sounds bad. Yeah, and uh, hey, Nikki's better than Eva for sure. And they went up against Becky Lynch, Naomi, and Carmella. Get your popcorn. Well, they Eddie. did the whole like Eva's on vacation thing or whatever due to stress. Yeah, <laughs> but she got suspended. Dude but it was weird because Nikki got a babyface reaction, was on the Hill team, and also she is a babyface on SmackDown. Was she doing Hill stuff? No, she's a babyface. She, so she, she teamed with the Heels. But she didn't do any Hillish stuff. Not really. She she worked like she worked and played to the crowd like a babyface. And they treated her like a babyface. Strange. So yeah. in and return, she was a babyface on SmackDown. that team became a babyface team. No. No. Uh, so they were, other two were doing hillish things. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Weird. Um, it was sort of like when Eva Marie joined the Total Divas team and uh, she felt like out of place. It was yeah. sort of like that thing. Less extreme version of that. Gotcha. Then uh, Finn Balor going up against Seth Rollins. And this is where I had an issue with the crowd. And turns out Seth Rollins did as well because they debuted the Universal title. Similar Which looks to- fine. Yeah, it's it just a, it's yeah. a red strap. Get over it, peeps. Yeah. Well, there was times where, like, I don't know if it was during this match or a different match, they were, like, chanting some weird stuff. I didn't understand what they were chanting. They were saying some weird shit. Or maybe it was just normal stuff. I just couldn't understand them. They were chanting about the title. That's what that was? Yeah. What did they say? They were saying, like, in the style of the John Cena sucks, they were saying red title sucks. Oh, okay. I couldn't understand them. Yeah. It was just stupid shit. And... It completely detracted from the matchup. It took away the focus on these two competitors. You know, five minutes into the match, Finn Balor dislocates his shoulder, pops it back into place, goes back in to finish this matchup, which went on for like another 15 minutes, while the crowd's sitting there chanting at a belt. Every time that they showed the belt on the screen, the fans would boo. Like, dude, get over it. No reason for that. First of all, the title looks completely fine. It looks yeah. just like the fucking black one. It's just red. Yeah. Uh, I don't see why you even care. And second of all, what your dumbasses don't understand is that Vince interprets that as I don't care about these two guys that are in the ring. So when it obviously Finn's out for the rest of the year, and but when you look at your main event scene that you feel like you have uh, the right to dictate to them, and you don't see Finn Balor or Seth Rollins, and you were one of these red belt chanting motherfuckers, then you look in the mirror and you say, I am responsible for this. Because whenever you see the people you want in the ring, but you choose to chant about a stupid belt that looks fine in the first place, Vince interprets that as, I don't give a fuck about either one of these guys. Mm-hmm. And that's on you. So yep. you look in the mirror when you aren't happy. And then he's going to put the belt on whoever he wants, which the crowd is going to hate. But it's going to be one of those things where it's like, well, you weren't cheering for the guy that I tried to give you, so I'm going with who I want. Yep. And y'all can just deal with it. Fuck y'all. Because y'all said fuck you to me. It's just, I don't, it's the same belt as the other belt. It's just a different color. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, UFC does the exact same thing. Yes. Every single one of their belts is the exact same. It's not even different colors. Yeah. They're just all the same belt. <laughs> Although I will say that the uh, 
the SmackDown tag titles, I like the blue and silver as opposed to the original black and copper. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm digging that. I'm fine with the SmackDown titles, too. Yeah. I mean, I have no issues with the belt. It's a belt. Get over it. Uh, they all. I think they all look fine. They're all fine. I, I don't know what the fucking problem is. I mean, I know maybe the fans were like, oh, we're going to get something original, something new, and then it's like, okay, it's the same design, it's just a different color. So maybe... That's probably why they were booing. They felt it was a lazy cop-out. They didn't like the color or something. I don't know. But, dude, if, if you're going to boo that, then are you going to boo the UFC every time they introduce a new weight division and give them a similar belt to all of their other divisions? Like, okay, what are we going to see for the Cruiserweight uh, Championship? Are we going to say this, see the same design in a different color? Are y'all going to boo that? Yeah, well, that's, that is what we're going to see. So that's clear because if you look at what they did with the SmackDown titles, you can clearly say that they are probably going to do that with the Cruiserweight title too. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Are they going to redesign the Intercontinental and U.S. belts to do that? I don't think so. Mm -mm. But I don't know. Wouldn't put it past them, but I don't think so. It's just dumb. I mean, you took your focus. They're clearly like way into this with the red and blue thing. What did you think they were going to do? Right. I mean, you, you you took your focus away from two of the greatest performers in the ring today to chant about a belt. And the matchup was absolutely solid. Great work from both of these guys. Seth Rollins was on his uh, Twitter handle and was like, hey, you let me down, Brooklyn. Yeah. It devalues the performers, not the belt. I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, I... I... Vince interprets that as I don't care about who's in the ring. Mm-hmm. So if you thought you were going to like, first of all, I don't know what you thought that was going to accomplish or do you think they're going to change the design because you guys said the red one sucks. They're not changing the belts. Yeah. And second of all, like they interpret that as you don't give a fuck about Finn Balor. So when Finn Balor is not as of the status that you want, look in the mirror. If you were the people chanting about this stupid fucking belt. Mm-hmm. So, but Finn Balor gets the win over Seth Rollins, becomes the new Universal Champion. Crowd goes okay for that. Yeah. So match was fine. It was not the best match, I think, possible between these guys, but it was nothing to chain about a belt about, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you got to give credit for for Finn Balor popping yeah. his shoulder back in and going in, and you know maybe he toned down a little bit from that, and that's. That might have had an effect on the uh, the action, but I mean, my God, these guys went out there and performed for you people, and you are chanting about a belt. Like, yeah, I mean, I take nothing away from Finn. Throw if the my, hell up. If my shoulder goes out of uh, socket at work, my ass is going through the house. I mean, if they were <laughs> not I mean, popping back in to continue. <laughs> I want to say that I heard somewhere that they were actually going to debut the belt on Raw the following night. But I guess they wanted to say, okay, we have a new champion. Here's your new belt. Like maybe they could have done it after the match or something, something where it wouldn't distract the crowd. But I mean, I I don't think they would have thought that the crowd was going to react that negatively throughout the match. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Why would they have any reason to believe that they would shit on the belt? Yeah, because they already have a belt that looks like that. It's just it's a palette swap. Yeah, they've got they at the time they had two belts that looked like that. The WWE. And the women's. It's the exact same. Mm, whatever. So um, You're right. I didn't even think about that. It's a third belt that looks the same. Why is yeah. that the one that gets shit on? 
Exactly. So uh, after that, we got to see Rusev, Roman Reigns. The match never starts because they start a brawl. Um, more of a time filler than anything. Now we understand why they had the match on Raw. I don't think it was a time filler. I think it was specifically designed to try to help Roman get more over. Yeah. Because if they would have had a match and Roman would have, they would have, I think, had to put Roman over. And then I think they were anticipating a bad reaction for Roman. Mm. So I feel like they thought the best uh, course of action was we'll do a brawl. Crowd got into the brawl. Crowd popped for Roman during the brawl. It was like, uh, you know, one of those things where a guy they don't like does something cool or does some cool stuff and then they get into it oh. and they react positively mm-hmm. and then they realize at a later day they're like, oh, this is the guy we we decided we didn't like. So it was yeah. one of those things. But I thought the brawl was cool. I had no problem with it not being a, like a match match, mm-hmm. especially because A, the show is fucking long at this point. Yeah. B, we just saw the match on Raw anyway. Yeah. I think it was fine. I think it was a good purpose and a good intention, and I think it came out for the better how they how they had a plan. Mm-hmm. And that takes us into the uh, the main event: Brock Lesnar going up against Randy Orton. Um, I didn't really have high expectations for this matchup. Um, you know, the ending was kind of a shock, but other than that, it's nothing really too memorable for me. And. Uh, uh, aside from the the blood and the the gash on Orton's forehead, um, it's a lot of blood. Yeah, it was. Um, but uh, but aside from that, there wasn't really too much memorable stuff for me. I mean, it was the Brock Formula match, which uh, I think they're still stuck on presenting him as a beast. Eventually, yeah. somebody's got to conquer that dude. Hopefully, one thing I did find very. Interesting is how much bigger Orton is than Lesnar. You mean tall? I mean he's taller, but he also seems like he's a little more muscular. Like mm. Lesnar seemed like sort of a short and stocky kind of guy, whereas like Orton was more of a tall and lanky. I mean he might be taller than him, but I don't buy that he's bigger. Yeah, Lesnar's a big motherfucker. He is. Um, I felt like it was it was Lesnar formula, and it felt like when he cut him with the elbow. That felt like the part where the match anticip- uh, gets more intense at that point. Mm-hmm. And inside, that's where they went home in the finish. So it felt like they hit like the crescendo where the match is supposed to go off the, the chain at that point, and then, but they took it home there. Yeah. Uh, I expect, we all expected Lesnar to win. I mean, Orton was not the guy to capitalize on. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing about this pay-per-view, did y'all like uh, when it was SmackDown matches, the SmackDown commentary would talk, and then Raw was Raw commentary? Yeah. It was fine. And I mean, they've done stuff like that in the past. Together. Yeah. I'm I'm totally fine with that. It's nice to hear Morrow get to call a you know, WWE pay-per-view, and, you know, all the all the commentators are doing fine jobs now. All the kerfuffle about the elbow, though, um, I guess, I mean, I see the points on it, the... the um, the idea that it was a like a shoot elbow in designed to open him up hard way, mm-hmm. and they don't like their they don't want their talent to blade anymore. It's like for supposedly forbidden for them to to blade, but blading is a safer alternative than getting <laughs> bludgeoned in the head by a three hundred pound fucking behemoth of a dude with mm-hmm. sharp ass elbows. 
elbowing you in the head with the intent to open it up and make you bleed. <laughs> yeah. Like he was, the purpose was he's going to hard weigh him and that's going to be like a shocking into the match. Mm-hmm. And you've got, you know, Orton blood. At least it only took him one try. <laughs> I think, he, yeah, he gave him a couple though. Oh. But I mean, either way that he's done this, but the idea is that if concussions are a concern, a 300 pound man fucking throwing elbows at someone else's skull is enough to induce a, uh, a concussion. So mm-hmm. why are we not just letting these dudes like blade? Like with, uh, it's, uh, there is a, you know, I mean, I'm sure blood testing is at the point where you can have them all on blood tests and it not be an issue. It's way less like, uh, harmful to them to cut their forehead with a blade to get the blood than to have, Brock fucking Lesnar raining <laughs> raining elbows on people's fucking heads. Ah, Not that I'm where like, it requires ten staples yeah, to keep it closed. You saw that fucking jagged ass gash on his head? Yeah. God. Especially on SmackDown. And it's, now wild, it's all dude. like swollen and everything. Oh dude. It's wild, dude. Can and, you, uh, could you go out there knowingly gonna eat an elbow nope. like that from Orton? Uh, I, I mean, wouldn't be from, out there in the first I place. mean from Lesnar? God damn. What's oh. the lowest amount of money you you would take for, for Lesnar to bust you open like that? Lowest amount. 50 G's? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you just walk to the ring, lay down, he gets on top, bam! 50 G's. It gotta be worth my time. 50 G's. Hey, Bear? Mill. That's not, wow. That's kind of high, but all right. Um, maybe I, I could maybe do it for 25. Maybe I could do it for 25. Yeah. Man. I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to be at least 50. Maybe 75, because I don't want to pay for my medical bills first. And then have at least 50. So 50 plus expenses. Airfare, hotel, food, all that. You know. If we'll I'm just say really 70. honest. <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, but apparently someone backstage didn't take too kindly to it. And that being Chris Jericho. Uh, after SummerSlam, they got into a heated brawl. Had to be pulled apart a couple of times. All right. So this is the story as it is being told. On the internet. <clears throat> well, this this one I know. I mean, it is it is the rumored story, but this has come from a credible place. This is I know where I fucking heard this. So you know, this one you can count on. The other shit I said up to this point, who knows? Everything else, who knows? Is... This is a fucking crapshoot. But uh, story is obviously Jericho sees what happened is like, whoa, what the fuck? He's concerned for, you know, the health of Orton because who wouldn't be when fucking Lesnar is raining elbows into people's fucking heads. <laughs> and he goes to Gorilla. He asks Michael Hayes uh, what the finish was. Supposedly, the way they're doing the Lesnar shit is it's very hush-hush. Only a handful of people know uh, what the finish is supposed to be, whatever. Because it's so hush-hush, Hayes doesn't tell Jericho what the finish is. He did, he just doesn't answer him. And so Jericho's like, that's fucking bullshit. Apparently, as Lesnar's walking back, and I guess what Jericho was talking about is bullshit that he wouldn't tell, that Hayes wouldn't tell him what's going on. But Lesnar in, uh, interprets that just walking in and on as it's bullshit what he'd done when it was according to plan all along that he was supposed to hard weigh him. So Lesnar's like, well, mind your own fucking business, what, you want some shit? And so apparently, <laughs> apparently, like, I just imagine a three hundred pound Brock Lesnar walking by saying exactly that in that manner. Well, that's not a quote, but you know, you know, you guys know what, I'm, what that I'm, should be a direct quote. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously not a quote, but like, 
you know, I'm just trying to like paint a picture here. And so, Jer- but Bar- Jericho doesn't back down. Jericho's like, was like, so basically they exchange words. Brock Lesnar says some crap. They get in each other's face. They get interwoven, like all grappled up on each other. And Triple it's H like kissing. Triple H. Well, yeah. Lesnar says, I think this is a quote or this is the alleged quote. He says like, punch me or kiss me. And then probably says some derogatory slurs uh, as far as his nationality. No, being Canadian, not Canadian. <laughs> you know, he basically said gay slurs, which is, you know, awful. So that's what a shithead. And uh, that was what is alluded to. And Triple H breaks it up. And then they sort of get back into it again. And then Vince breaks it up again and says, hey, it was a fucking work. It was a work, whatever. I'm Vince yeah. McMahon, damn it. Yeah. And uh, apparently Triple H told Vince that Brock was the one that started it. And uh, that's the story. And nothing happened to Brock. He was fine five hundred dollars. No, I don't sir. think. No, that's that's kayfabe, bro. Yeah, what's kayfabe? Exactly. I think it's called. Uh, that's the uh, story. Kayfabe. Oh, there you go. So that's the story. Sticking to it. Asleep. Hey now. Hey, you want some um, shit? And that brings us right into Raw, where we kick it off with Finn Balor coming out, making the announcement. He is injured, and he's going to be having to take some time off. Rest of the year, I think, huh? Yeah, four to six months. Is the uh, recovery time with the surgery? It's a bummer, man. Yeah, but he has Part of the business. You know? He has undergone surgery. It was a success. So now the road to recovery begins for him. Isn't it wild how they have those people like when they're injured, they have them in there like the next fucking day, like just to get yeah. that recovery cranked out? Yeah, because like if you had to have surgery, it'd be like a big planning thing. You'd be like, I gotta get time gotta off from work. Well, the <laughs> thing though is. What's crazy is I know WWE is like a big like juggernaut company and like with regular people and stuff when they go to doctors and see I know they have doctors on staff but like then they have to schedule an appointment so I don't know if they have their own like personal surgeons or they know people they hey we're gonna get you in the next fucking day but like stuff over here you're not gonna get into surgery the next day we're gonna have to see when they can schedule you into they have a list of surgeons and and doctors and stuff like that that are just about on call for those for WWE alone Uh, I mean obviously they do other practice but whenever WWE calls it's like oh hey so we got we got to bump your surgery to, yeah. to later today we got someone coming in it's just wild to think about you can be like you have to have a surgery it's tomorrow it, yeah <laughs> oh shit cancel your flight we're bringing you here um so he had to so Finn Balor had to surrender the universal title less than 24 hours well, after he was winning tearing up, it man. yeah uh, heartbreaking to see um, <clears throat> but it's interesting with the timetable that he's going to be coming back. It'll be right around January. That's the four to six month uh, timetable if he comes back in five, I believe. Trying to allude to the Royal Rumble, sir? Um, well, you know, you always got to speculate a little bit as to what's going to happen the following year. How and, dare you? Uh, I mean, I'm just saying something might write itself to where maybe somehow Seth Rollins... Gets the title, and maybe Finn Balor returns at the Royal Rumble, and maybe 
Finn Balor wins the Royal Rumble, and maybe he goes on to face Seth Rollins maybe. at WrestleMania for the Universal title, the title which he never lost, and he rebuilt, redesigned, and w- wants to reclaim. And maybe the fans still chant about the belt at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> that belt sucks! So, And maybe we'll see how it goes. Who knows? So, um... It was heartbreaking to see the uh, the title be, being taken. He seemed to take um, it pretty well, actually. Yeah. I could tell he got a little emotional at the end, but he was trying to put on a happy face. And Yeah. Obviously, he's bummed. But. And then Rollins comes out, and then Owens comes out, and well, Jericho, well, and no, no. Zayn. Because I thought what was going to happen is, because actually, Seth Rollins comes out first, then Sami Zayn. Zayn and I was like, out. oh shit, that's going to be the next feud was Sami Zayn versus uh, that's what you thought? Seth Rollins. Yeah. And then I all those like, people coming out. I was like, oh, fuck. You thought you thought that? I was like, what? I, my thought, I love Sami Zayn, but my thought was like, what does Sami Zayn do, does Don <laughs> deserve to be out here asking like he's going to be in the title picture? He teamed up with Neville to defeat the Dudley boys at the kickoff on I mean, SummerSlam. That, okay, okay. That's true. Really? But I don't know. I got pumped. I was like, yeah. Well, same thing with Enzo and Cass. I liked that at least Jericho and uh, Owens were like, what the? F- we beat those guys. Why are they yeah. here? <laughs> and, you know, and Kevin Owens like, what is goes, Enzo doing yeah, he here? He goes, Enzo? <laughs> Enzo's not championship material. Come on. Um, so, yeah, all the guys hey, they're making trying their- to pump up Cass. Hey, are they, they're, they trying to do that, that future <laughs> split like uh, sooner? So, yeah, all the guys coming out, put their names in the hat. So we're going to have... They wrote down their names, put it in there. And you could tell they were doing this all on the fly. They were like, oh, we've got details on that coming up at the end of this matchup. But I was like, really, with Roman? I was like, oh, is it they, I guess they cut off Roman and Rusev shit? Yeah. Well, they... See, what I liked about this is that we always complain that like secondary titles seem meaningless, but he was in contention because he was a secondary title holder. He's a U.S. champ, so of course he's considered the championship material. But I like that they they let him out. Obviously, he can't actually be in the match as the U.S. champ. He's like in that division, quote unquote division. But the way they worked it is off of the injury, so it keeps him strong while still valuing him as a champion. So I liked how they booked that with him. Yeah. So we had a uh, series of matches. To pick four winners who are going to go to Houston next week to uh, to determine who the new Universal Champion is. Uh, yeah, we. I wish I had like the time to go because yeah, we could see the second ever Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. Oh no, wait, it's the pay per view, right? Or the no. cr- the crown in Raw. They're having the in fatal four way yeah. in Houston That's on right. Raw. That's right. I was like, well, damn it! I just sold my tickets. Oh well, um, I'll get to watch it from the comfort of my living room, and hey, I won't man. have to drive back. So it works out. Um, so Seth Rollins, Rollins going up against Sami Zayn. Uh, winner advances to the uh, Fatal Four Way. Um, we talked about the injury a little bit earlier. My God, that man can sell. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you know he was even like hobbling, like it, it's the small details of selling an injury. Where it's like, okay, in this particular move i run bounce off the ropes run back hop over the the top rope he takes like two steps it's like okay, I shit can't i can't make that and just hops over he the top sells rope that. it also is good whenever he gets knocked down he just sometimes just folds or whatever when he, yeah he's, he's good he does like the family thing. guy like body contortion where he just like falls and his arms are like sticking out and everything yeah ma- masterful selling yeah so uh seth Better rollins Dolph ziggler 
Okay, look, yeah. let's get this fucking straight. There's a difference between bumping and selling. People say bump, say selling and mean bumping all the time. Ziggler is not a particularly great seller. He, what people like about Ziggler is his bumping. Bumping is taking the move. Selling is conveying the pain induced by the move. So when people say Dolph Ziggler is a great seller, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. He's a good, you like his bumping. What you Sammy like the way Zane, he flails around whenever he gets Sam, hit. What Sammy Zayn did is sailing. So there's a Sail. difference. Hey, check this out when you uh, Irish whip me into the corner. Check this out. <sighs> so, um, yeah, but Seth Rollins gets the win. Um, Kevin Owens going up against Neville. Jericho got his back to give him the win. Um, we had a New Day, Gallows and Anderson promo. Nothing Not special really. from that, really. I liked the uh, rainbow cane thing. Singapore cane with the their colors. Oh, on. yeah. That was, I was cool. like, what? Um, like they, the thing they were going to use to hit the pinata was a Singapore cane, but they had the they had their colors wrapped around it. <laughs> I was picturing Kane coming out like in his rainbow suit. Um, in his rainbow suit. Yes. Like he has a rainbow suit. He does. Oh. <clears throat> then we got to see Big E defeat Anderson. Nothing to go from there. How bad was that? I'm sorry, but the, the promo from Titus O'Neil, pretty bad. I don't think content-wise it was bad. It was bad that he stumbled and couldn't recover. Like yeah. the, the content of the promo wasn't that bad. His yeah. delivery was pretty bad in spots. Yeah, and then it was, why is Bob Backlund coming out first? You know, then Darren. Like, Bob Backlund should have never made it into the ring. Yeah. Like, once he came out, Darren Young should have come out and, whoa, 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 I got this. And then he could have gotten his ass handed to him. I got this. Then Bob Backlund could have gotten in there and got his ass handed to him. There's no reason why a 70, however old he is. He's fit as fuck for an old man, but yeah. still, like, the storytelling-wise, it doesn't make a lot of sense for him to yeah. get him. And for him to take that bump, like, damn. Um I don't know. I don't think the the crowd. If we could all be in that fucking shape, when we were. <laughs> <laughs> if I could be that shape now, yeah. damn. Yeah, that's uh, true. But yeah, um, the next qualification match: Big Cast defeats Rusev via countout, which we touched up on. Um, Charlotte came out, cut her little promo, and I'm sorry, like Charlotte's just not that good on the mic. Maybe over time she can get better. I don't think I don't think of her as a good promo, but I don't think of her as a. It's just like I don't know. It's just her delivery is so over the top. It's just like I'm the champion now. You all thought that I wouldn't win, but you're wrong. That's it. Because I'm the champ. Do you think she's the worst promo in the company? No, but well, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not. Defending her. I don't know who the worst is because some of the people they just don't give a mic to. Right, sure, sure. <laughs> then probably for good reason. I mean, the, well, it's hard to like not give a mic to like the, the champ, you know? Yeah. But uh, I don't think of her as a good promo, but I guess she doesn't grate on me like she grates on you. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it, it, it's that throwback to the Bellas where they would over animate but not have the emphasis in it mm-hmm. where it's just like, I'm going to talk like this now, and you're going to listen to me, okay? You should talk like that the whole uh, um, podcast. That's right. You're listening to the WNS podcast. For all of your information, 
How many your times, information? How many times did I get yeah. a fake breakup? Her and Dana Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Um, then McFoley comes out. Hey, you know you fought them all except for our new free agent, which is a thing now, because um, she's just coming from the NXT to the main roster. I'm not sure if there's a whole free agent thing going on. Whatever. Anyways, minor details. Kayfabe is that they What's have that? a different contract. If there's uh, someone who knows system? anything about free agency, that would be Heath Slater. Hey, Fabe. Yeah. So, uh, I think I think Heath Slater's going to end up on SmackDown. I'm yeah, I mean, we saw the, the tag Noth- team thing on the right now. Yeah, nothing, nothing showing up on Raw no. uh, in the past week or two, I think. Anyways. Well, I guess he has to win the belts to <laughs> stay on the SmackDown. So, maybe he's not. Maybe they'll, like, he'll beat through the tournament, and then he'll be like, uh, what do you... I don't he's know. Seven sixty nine again. Yeah. That's okay. my thing. <laughs> but uh, so maybe he's not actually. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, he'll probably be on SmackDown. So, anyways, Bailey is introduced to the Raw crowd. Pretty good reaction. Yeah, very very happy to see that kind of reaction from the crowd. Dare we say? Um, I feel like she got a better reaction than Finn got when he debuted. I don't know if well, that is, I don't know if that's uh, the city that she debuted in type of thing. Yeah, because Brooklyn, the crowd itself was very hot. A lot of the people. We're at NXT, so right. they're they're already familiar with sure. Bailey. Obviously, a good spot to debut. Absolutely. So, I mean, it would be like doing it the day after WrestleMania. You know, the, cro- thing, yeah. the crowd's already well aware of who's coming up. So, uh, you know, great reaction for the for Bailey. Uh, much deserved. Glad she's finally on the main roster. Um, only about a year after the the other ladies came up, and um, and with. You know, Sasha being out for however long she's going to be out. Sasha's out for a month. Paige is out for a month. I mean, less less Paige and more Sasha is that... <laughs> I don't know. I could see like them putting the belt on like Bailey while she's gone, only mm-hmm. for Sasha. I think that's a compelling story because they've played so much on how... not They haven't played on it on the main roster, but just how... Sasha and Becky were at NXT ringside to like cheer her on. Yeah. And they play up the friendship. So if she was to win the title while Sasha was gone, I think that's a compelling story mm-hmm. for them to come back, both wanting that title as friends. Also, I loved on the NXT how they had uh they had Charlotte separated from Becky yes. and Sasha and she and Bailey still went over there and hugged Charlotte and people were like, Boo! <laughs> and she was like, I'm sorry. What, what do I do? What am I supposed to do? She's but I like how they have separated and everything. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, Bailey goes in a quick matchup, defeats Dana Brooke. So good for her. We find out that the Cruiserweights are going to debut on Raw September 19th. So something to look forward to there. Tyler named them all earlier, right? Yes. Okay. All four of them. Not five. Um, look, man, I'm tired. I don't know what's I going totally on. I totally understand. Uh, I have after- no idea. After that, we got to see Braun go up against Johnny Knockout. I didn't see it. You didn't see that part? Uh-uh. They had a nice little interview with Johnny Knockout saying, what are you doing? Why would you take this match against Braun Strowman? And Johnny Knockout's response is, I took this match because I like big, sweaty men. <laughs> and that was it. That was then it. the match happened. Johnny Knockout got his ass handed to him and... Yeah. The end. <laughs> so, hey, uh, props like, to him. I like that. <laughs> Did I miss anything from that match? No, no, I no, pretty much covered it all. Happened. Yes. What do you mean? 
Sweaty men. He yes. likes big sweaty men. Sweaty men. So that's why he's in that match. Sweaty not men. to win, not to get a WWE contract, just because he likes big sweaty men. Sweaty men. Sweaty men. That's right. Sweaty men. Get a towel, because it's about to get dirty. Uh, after that, we got to see the Dudley boys come out, deliver a farewell address to Which the crowd. Which is weird, because that day they announced it. Um earlier in the day yeah. through all social media stuff, which was weird because I was like, okay, is this going to be like... A turn, a split. A I thought it was going to be a turn. I was like, okay, they signed another year contract. I was like, what are they going to do? Or Yeah, but it turns out that actually fell through. They did not. So this oh, really? Is, this was uh, legit. They're saying farewell to the WWE for now. Going to go elsewhere, do whatever. Um, they are were- they going elsewhere? I thought they were done. So they're just gonna go back and. I mean, the, maybe they are done. They, but, I mean, they have the school and everything, so maybe yeah. they're gonna train. But, but as I far mean, as that, they're. Done. I feel like the idea is they wanted to finish up their career in the WWE, which is like you know a, as good of a. I yeah. mean, Where else do you want to go out at? You know. Right. So. And they did the right thing. They went out on their backs. gave the gave the rub over to Gallows and Anderson for being the heel. Which team it was to, a weird situation because uh, the Shining Stars came out. Yeah. Well, and that yeah, that yeah. was for the crowd to, to you know get the tables and do all the the shtick the was ups. It was it was like for Daniel said for the crowd for them to do the shtick one last time, but also is to amplify the heat that you didn't get to see them do the spot the last time because they mm-hmm. interrupted the table thing. So mm-hmm. that transfers the heat onto Guns and Gallows. Yeah. So uh, after that, the final matchup to determine. Who's going to be in the Fatal 4-Way next week? Roman Reigns going up against Jericho. Kevin Owens tried to have his Jericho's back, but it didn't work out in his favor. Roman Reigns gets the win. And uh, so now we know it's going to be Reigns, Cass, Owens, and Rollins. One of these four men will be the new Universal Champion. I thought you were going to say one of these things is not like the other. One of these things is not like the other. He's seven foot tall and you can't teach that. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Like in the back of my head, and I was like, "Oh no!" Who do you, put the, Owens, be- who do you put the belt on? It's, you're you're it's, in charge. Who do y'all put the belt God. on? Oh, if I'm in charge, if I'm in charge, Owens. I'm, yeah, Owens, no doubt. But somewhere in the back of my head, I'm thinking it's either Rollins or uh, Reigns. I feel like it has to go to a heel because they had the face. Now we got to have the heel. Um, or maybe they do pull the trigger on Reigns again. They give him another shot. I don't I'm know. taking Reigns for some reason. Yeah, I'm. I, I would say either Owens or Rollins. I'm no cast. I'm saying 52 percent Rollins to 48 Owens. So I'm I'm split. How about you? Uh, Big gas. No, that wouldn't be my pick. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not asking you guys for like official prediction. I'm just saying like. Who do you think, who who would you, like, ideally put it on? I think out of all the guys that came out that particular night for Raw, Owens got the biggest reaction out of everybody. That should be a sign, hey, this is going to be our star. This, we're going to take a chance. Because if anything, if it doesn't work out, put the title on someone else. Take a chance, take, a chance take, take a, a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Take a chance on me. Chance. I feel like, I mean, I feel like it has to be Rollins or Owens. I don't see... Cass isn't a real pick. Like he, they're not gonna put it on him yet. And he'll get the the teaser. Yeah, hopeful. You know, he'll hit the big move. How you doing? Have the one, two, and then someone's either gonna pull the referee, or they're gonna pull his leg, or they're gonna drop an elbow on him. I I think they're gonna I think they're gonna put it on Rollins. I'd be shocked if they put it on Owens. 
I would be shocked and pleasantly surprised. No, I think I think it's a good move to put it on Owens, but, but I would be shocked if they did that. Yeah. Because then it's like, okay, well, who's it going to go up against after that? Like, well, you have a good amount of faces that you could go up against. Kind of be a little bummed that they, if they put it on him, they would play off play out the Jericho stuff, which I'm really enjoying. So, What if Jericho helps him win? Because hmm. he's got his back. And then that could lead to, alright, I helped you out. Now it's help my out, turn buddy. to have a championship match against you. And scratch my back, I pin yours and <laughs> take the title. And become the That's universal champion. We're all dancing. We're all dancing. I don't I know why we're dancing. Because we're tired. we got to keep going. Um... Because we got to keep going because SmackDown happened as well. Uh, <laughs> we saw a backstage segment. Um, for some reason, uh, Eric Rowan was talking to someone. There was Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. That's there what he was, was talking Rowan, to. Yeah. There, there was Rowan. There was Apollo Creed. And, uh, Is that Terry Crews? <laughs> who else? Dolph. Was Apollo there. Creed Dolph. and Terry Crews. Some... They have a child. That was like, oh, who do we have here? It's the new face that runs the place. I fucking love and the guy AJ. who lost. I fucking love AJ wearing like the band that <laughs> Cena wears around his arm, like oh as a headband. I hope he wears it like all the time. Like <laughs> so cool. And you know then, what uh, I hate? I hate people that lose. And they start fighting. You just take that back. You, I'm not a loser just because yeah. I didn't win. Yeah, I mean, basically they established a reason for them to. Uh, they had a reason to have these guys fight to establish a number one contender. Yes. Ended up being AJ versus Dolph. Uh, if Dolph won, well, they already named AJ the number one contender. Yeah. If Dolph won, it would be a triple threat. Correct. AJ ends up beating Dolph. We're going to get uh, Dean versus AJ. That so where correct. do you go from here with Dolph? Somewhere. That's what we were talking about is that it felt like they made an honest effort to rehab him. But I couldn't see him winning the belt, and I don't know where he goes after you give him the rehab. He goes all the way. Maybe with Bray, although they're too all no, the way. Although with they're Bray. teasing the Orton stuff with Bray, so I bet like Orton goes Bray. He goes Bray. He goes Bray. No, yeah, he goes Bray. He goes I Bray. know the guy, Baron Corbin. <laughs> what? <laughs> it took me. I'm so tired. It took me like 30 seconds to process what you said, and I was like, oh yeah. They did just feud for like six months. <laughs> it's fresh, I tell you. Uh, yeah. I guess some of the other big stuff is we announced the tournament for the tag titles. Yes. Uh, and we see those new belts. Mm-hmm. No one shit on them. Nope. Because uh, it's blue. Yeah. We saw we the new. We don't like blue. No. Shut your mouth. We love also, blue. Also, we like blue. We like blue. Uh, I'm blue. Also, the SmackDown women's title. Which is blue because it's SmackDown, you know, like how the Universal titles on Raw, so it's red. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, I hate blue. Fuck that shit. We Get out of here with that anti-blue. And blue. if Heath Slater could find a partner, <laughs> he could be included in the tag tournament, the, and they would find an opponent for him, right? So and it's like, hey, I know for the six week. tag teams in the ring, you are the best of the best, but. If Slater can find a tag partner, we're going to add another team on here for you was guys. Arn? He was talking to Arn. He talked to yeah. Arn. He talk, I, I like how AJ interrupted and on the way out, he's like, no, I'm not going to be your fucking partner. <laughs> <laughs> Slater was like, what's Get up? Get away from me. What's up? You want to be my partner? He's like, no. <laughs> no, damn it. Get away. 
I mean, it seems like a weird team, but I liked how it played out where you just see the hand put on him. He's like, and they touch back to the the under, overground under. <laughs> Let's take care of that pool, pool. man. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I liked it. Let's get that pool. You can really be my partner? I'll be your partner. I sort All of right. like the idea of them as yeah. tag uh, partners for some reason. <laughs> uh, we also got to see Becky Litch defeat Alexa Bliss. I thought Alexa Bliss looked pretty good here. I thought yeah. this was a nice little match. Nice. I was impressed with Bliss. Uh, She's going to come along nicely. The Usos versus the Ascension in tag team tournament style. Oh, um, something that you guys said you didn't see the pre-show match that I should explain is it looks like the Usos are going to get go heel because they were, and it's probably uh, going to be against American Alpha. Everyone but, turn to us because of Roman. Well, they were getting booed, and on the pre-show, they blind tagged themselves in off of um, American Alpha hitting Grand Amplitude, Ooh. and then got like a, and there was like a tension between them because they just stole the pin, basically. Sort of like some weird like little like, yes, we won, but also, what the fuck did you do that for? So they're probably going to go heel. Although they didn't really indicate here that they were going heel. But they so did that'll the- move them heel, and then you'll have Slater and Rhino be your face team, another face team. I wonder who the mystery team is. I miss Slater be. Gator. Slater Gator. Kurt Hawkins and somebody? I don't know. Uh-oh. Lance Hoyt. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Be interesting to see. They've teamed in the past. They have. Yeah. Um, so it's the Usos defeating the Ascension. Um, they set the main event for uh, Styles and Ziggler, which we already talked about. Uh, what do you guys think about Carmella attacking Nikki before the... For the bullshit, she didn't get over in Brooklyn, and her gimmick is that she's like a New York Staten chick. Island princess. So I know Staten Island is in Brooklyn, but still, if that was going to get over anywhere, it was going to get over there, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. So they might as well have turned her heel, which they did. Yeah, and I, f- I felt it was fine because it was an unexpected heel turn. Um, she's not that good. She'll probably be able easily to more easily. To more, I can't fucking talk. I'm so tired. Uh, to more easily develop as a heel than as a babyface. Yeah. God. <laughs> words. I can't do them. What is words? How do you word? Uh, we got to see the Randy Orton explanation of the match. Talk about the match. Interrupted by Bray Wyatt. You know, no what's... 60 day suspension. Unless by, by the time, <laughs> unless I had some premonition, and then by the time <laughs> this is out, he is suspended. Oh my god. What Not I sure. would like to see is because you know on TV they put it where like the lights go out and it yeah. comes back on and he disappears like that, and then when you're in the crowd, like oh he's just fucking walking away. <laughs> That's right. Yep. He didn't teleport. He just ran away from the rocking Cheap, chair. Man, I thought he was gonna teleport. Um. Then we got to see American Alpha go up against Brizongo. I didn't get to catch this matchup, but I heard people saying good things about it. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, clear, clearly they're going to put the belts on American Alpha. Yeah. Who do you think is going to get the uh, the women's strap? Because I thought before she got suspended it was going to be Eva. Becky. Oh, yeah. I think it would probably be Becky. I'm going to say Nikki. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to say it was going to be Eva, but I'm going to say it's Nikki. Primo. No, that is over. Don't ever sing that again. <laughs> something, something. Hate you both. Uh, so, they say that uh, Styles defeated Ziggler. We did somewhere in there. Yeah. So, that closes out SmackDown. Hate losers. Brings it into... 
hot topic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. How are we not going to talk about this fucking Miz promo? Okay. Ooh. Well, that's that's in the hot topic. Oh, is it? Yeah, because it followed SmackDown. Hot it was in pockets. Talking Smack. And uh, Dana Bryan had some choice words for Miz, calling him a coward in the ring, saying if when I, I was in my indie days, if I would have imagined the WWE style you call me a coward. being soft, I would have imagined you and the way you wrestle. You wrestle like a coward. And holy shit, whether it was scripted or not, Miz woke the fuck up. Here's the thing. Brian was, like, if you watched the whole clip, the, the clipped version cuts out a couple of minutes, so there's, like, a little more context to the mm-hmm. situation. But Brian is clearly in character. He mm-hmm. wasn't, like, he was in character saying, like, Miz asked why he hadn't been on the show. Brian's like, you know, I, uh, you were on, you know, I don't like... Th- Basically, what he's saying is Miz is a heel, so he wrestles like a coward. Like, he runs away. He wasn't saying, like, uh, it was in character. He wasn't being like, you know, you're a shitty wrestler. He was saying, like, you're a heel. You run away from your opponent. There was that. And then, like, Brian speaks so plainly and, like, so straightforward with him. Mm-hmm. Then it feels like he's in. I guess Miz felt like he's in. You can see the difference in like where the switch goes off in Miz's head. Yeah, like there's a point in the promo where Miz like, where he just like he's you like, get his gas. Wait a minute. Blown. He goes like, what? You can just see where his demeanor changes in the promo. Yeah. In fucking five of those flame emojis, like Miz just goes <laughs> off, and it was like, I mean, no shit. Obviously, the best <laughs> promo he's ever got. Money fucking promo for sure. Yeah. Uh, man, he, it was, did you see it, Tyler? It was fucking intense. He, uh, man, I don't even know what to say about it, but it was awesome. The fact that he even cut off, uh, Renee, he's like, great show, love it, but we're having a moment right now. I've got something I got to say to you. It's not just that he cut her off. It's the way in which he cut her off. Like, like, no, you've talked. It's my turn to talk and I'm talking to him. He did like aggressive, uh, aggressive but professional cut off like mm-hmm. it was just like perfectly executed and yeah. uh damn i don't know i mean i s- assume the brian walk off as a work but i don't know and who knows how who knows where the line if the line was crossed and if it yeah where. i mean because miz was trying to cut pretty deep he was like you know the the whole the whole you know if you love this business so much you'd get back in the ring and the fact that Brian was like if they would let me I would love to get back in the ring well and and then he was like well then why don't you just quit and go work in a, go back to the Indies and work in a gym or something well, technically he can't because yeah I mean like if you got a little sort of update on the Brian stuff is that he's been doing re- interviews recently and he's sort of like the way he's talking about it is that he's being forced to be a SmackDown. He doesn't want to be the general manager of SmackDown. He was forced because he's still under contract. Mm-hmm. He's the way he tells it or the way he sounds is that he was happy to do the cruiserweight classic because he, he likes the style. He sort of like likes the idea of getting these other guys in there and he's happy to help these guys out, like get, you know, bigger chances, but he doesn't want to do the SmackDown thing because it's still too fresh of a wound. Yeah. He, still being that that close makes him want to wrestle, and he doesn't want to be there, but he's still under contract, so they're forcing him to be there. And so when Miz says just quit, like he, he can't just quit and go somewhere else. They'll roll they they'll like roll his contract over. It's like the whole Ray Mysterio thing when like yeah. Ray was hurt. 
like he couldn't like he couldn't work because they kept rolling his contract over. So Brian can't in kayfabe terms or in like real life have like a con. He can't have a comeback to Miz that doesn't just put all the business on Main Street mm-hmm. like on the fucking air. So and I don't hold that against Miz because I think like Miz just took an opportunity. Or if, like he was just like tired of being like talked about in such a way. I don't hold it against Miz at all. But like the the Brian stuff is like, I don't know if he was like really that upset when he walked off, or that was all planned, or what. So yeah. I don't know what to make of that. But I appreciate Miz. Like, it certainly blurred the lines of reality and script. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, like I said, five of them flame emojis for <laughs> for the Miz. Like, I five mean, out of five. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's never cut. I mean, the look on his fuck. You can see he, he was like, you know how like you, his eyes were like starting to water. You, he yeah. was so passionate anger. about like, it. you know, when you you cry because you're mad, so mad, not because you're sad, like you well up in anger. He was like doing that. Yeah. And I'll, at the end, he's like, no, you put that fucking camera on me. Like he's like, you zoom in on this shit. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, you got to the fact that it was like this title means something now. I'm making sure of that. Like, I'm no the one, most relevant champion on this show. Yeah, no one cares about the tag match. No one cares about the women's or even the world championship. This is what it's all about. I saw this like meme uh, online where they're talking about the Austin telling Ambrose to like to like take a chance and seize a moment, and then they have a picture of Dean in that big stupid cowboy oh, hat. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the split screen is, like, that close-up of Miz where he's, like, fucking eyes are bugging out of his head. <laughs> like, you know, being, yeah. like, he's the one who actually He's the one it. taking a shot. Yeah. yeah. So, taking it off the cuff. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, a very interesting watch for sure. Like, I mean... I'm curious as to what happened after the camera stopped rolling. Like, Also, Renee Young was so fucking awesome because she's either a really good actress or was legit. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on right yeah. now. She's like, okay, <laughs> Daniel's walking show, away. Yeah, this is not what the Miz show's is about. on a tyrant. Either she's a really good actress or she was like really taken aback by what was going on. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Major props to Miz because whether it was scripted, whether it was from the heart, Took a shot. I Damn, mean, that was nice. And no, 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 it, it, that is not what is so awesome about the promo is it is not a scripted promo. Yeah, that is when you can tell when you let people speak how they speak from the heart, how they feel. He may the intention may have been like you can talk about this if you want to talk about this, but that was not a memorize these lines, promo. right? So there were that, no bullet points. To that, that is the best fucking example of why they shouldn't script people's promos. Yeah, and you could tell that he was passionate about it because he was being re- very repetitive. Yeah, and in a lot of arguments, you say one certain thing over and over and over right. again. He's like, "I'm here day in and day out. I'm doing it. I'm here day in day out." You know, like yeah. But just the passion that he had for it, the intensity that he had. I mean, you look in his eyes and you're like, he's about ready to kill somebody. Like Maurice walked off. Like she doesn't know what to think. I thought, Renee doesn't know what to think. I thought Maurice did the... I'm proud of... like She didn't say anything at all, but she had the look like, you go head on, babe. Like She yeah. felt like like real proud this of This is him. what you and I have been talking about in the car rides <laughs> right. between shows for months and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But... Uh, Kudos. Yeah. Major props to him. So, uh, yeah. Crazy stuff. But now it's time to go into uh, WWE 2K17. Mr. A. Bear, would you like the uh, the microphone to... Talk about some of the upcoming talents? Sure. All right. Why don't you take it away? You have to speak into the mic. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, I spoke into Doug's mic in passing. Oh, okay. And now I'm so, over here. So, 
as you can tell throughout the whole episode, I would Woo. make comments about this game. I'm so pumped about it. I don't it's know why. Funny. Yeah, I don't know why either. Copy and paste. Oh, uh, I think year. I counted so far. There's about like more than ten new people in this game. Woo! Which I do not remember that something like that in the past. Like this amount <laughs> of uh, new people. Yeah, it's really cool. I will uh, make account official account this week and say which ones next week. Okay, unless uh, they add more. Yeah, and. Uh, so this week will be Del Rio, Big Cass, Big Show, Bray Wyatt, Brock Lesnar, we already know that, Carmella, Chad Gable, Darren Young, Dash Wilder, Diamond Dallas Page, Earthquake, Enzo Amore, Goldberg, which we knew that too, Jason Jordan, JBL, Mark Henry, Page, Razor Ramon, Ric Flair, Rusev, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe, Sasha Banks, Scott Dawson, Seamus, Miz, Titus O'Neil, Typhoon, and Zack Ryder. Cool. Which, we are over the 100 mark right now. Nice. So, they're not going to do 150. They said that. I don't know do how many. Yeah. In honor of Pokemon. I don't know how many was in the last game. You know, we're going to have the DLC. But also, right. they're missing a lot of people because I, I, I don't know... If Austin Aries made it, or if uh, Mojo Raleigh made it, hmm. or Ty Dillinger, stuff like that. I need to go through and That'll see. That'll probably be like DLC for a later time, the NXT pack and stuff. Yeah, um, NXT pack too. Um, I need to see, I need to put it all on Johnny one page Gargano, and then go, the I don't think they made it. Uh, I need to see who's on the main roster who didn't make Did you say Brock Lesnar? Yes. Oh, is it the hydroxychloroquine edition of Brock Lesnar? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> That's the best kind. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just pumped uh, American Alpha and the revivals in it. So, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, you would fucking mark. I am a mark. I'm, a, a mark? I'm like pumped for like all the new people, man. AJ Styles, Shinsuke, Samoa Shinsuke. Joe. Well, I mean, I'm pumped for Samoa Joe, even though he's in the last game. This will be a, a better happen. version. Still pumped. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, man. I, I check pack mm-hmm. every day to see if they have new videos with gameplay. Mm-hmm. Because last mm-hmm. week, when they revealed like mm-hmm. all the roster members for that week, they like added like that that day like three different videos of gameplay. And I was yeah, like, oh, this, yeah, this week they didn't do anything. And I was like, oh, man, upload, upload more. So, yeah, I'm pumped, and I know this whole month coming up is going to go by slowly. We'll get there. Damn it. Together. Want to hold my hand? Maybe. Okay. So, uh, thank you very much for that, Tyler. Thanks for the update. Now it's time to go to the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions are answers. Only question coming to us this week from James saying, who do you think will uh, Brock put over? Or who's going to be the guy that finally defeats the Beast? Uh... Nobody. I don't, I don't think we have a good um, a good picture of who's the person to do it right now. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's a raw per, a raw guy. Um, I know Samoa Joe tossed his hat in there for uh, one to face him at Mania. That'd be cool. Um, I would say maybe Balor would have been a candidate, but it seems like the timing would be off oh, now because I don't know how much longer Lesnar is going to be with the company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, 
does he have another year on the contract? Is that what it is? Did he sign uh, a two-year deal? I do not know. I can't remember, but uh, it seems like very up in the air as to who would be the person to get one over on him. But somebody has to before he leaves. Mm-hmm. Or why would they book this guy like this for like two years? Joe or Owens? I don't think it'll be Owens. It'll be Shinsuke. Uh, I don't think it'll be Shinsuke either just because Shinsuke coming in on his own will be like a big deal. Yeah. So I think like Shinsuke what? has defeated the beast. What do you the think King about of strong style? This is doesn't does not pertain to that question. What do you think about like you see all these videos of Brock Lesnar, even with when he was at that two K event that was this past week and you know he didn't want to be there and people were interviewing him and like he was just, you know, he didn't give a fuck and he was just like saying all the shit that he wanted. Even he was cursing and stuff like that and just talking about that about Sam McGregor. Roberts. Like uh, there was another thing was yeah. there was Sam Roberts and something else. I so. take shit's bigger than that. I don't know. Yeah, I did like the fact in that in that little interview at least he was like putting over the wrestling business. It was like, okay, I've been to the Octagon, I've been champion. How about you come to our ring and show us what you're made of? Like, that's a good way of of putting over your product. Say, you know, it's not as fake as you think. Why don't you come and test it? I like when he was talking to Xavier, and he goes, "Uh, I was told that you were gonna give me some bootios." And he was like, Lesnar said that? Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> no, I, I don't have any. He goes, okay. And that's when they're like, well, we're not like going to. Like very humorless like that? Yeah, I very humorless. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have it. He's like, <laughs> he goes, well, we're not going to uh, continue I with this t- interview until you get some booty. And they turned their back on Xavier. And Xavier's like, uh, he goes, yeah. Well, he told him to his face, like, well, we have an intern over there. He's pointing somewhere else. And he goes, they're going to get for us. And he turns it his back. He's like, I don't have any bootios. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can see them cracking up. Uh, uh, Paul and uh, Brock Lesnar. He's like, okay. And Paul's like, okay, let's just continue with the interview. Come on. <laughs> That's great. All right. We have anything else to talk about this week? Nope. Uh, I'll, I'm going to say this really quickly. I won't get into great detail because I know you guys didn't see the show, but. I think it would be of interest to some of our listeners. Uh, I only saw Evolve 66, not Evolve 67, just because I've been so busy. But uh, Cody Rhodes' first match and not in a WWE ring. Uh, first independent performance uh, against Zack Sabre Jr. I think he did okay. Um, he's clearly got some work to do. He did a lot of selling. But I think he's going to be all right. Uh He's going to have to make some adjustments to, like, be more... Uh, he's going to have to make some offensive ju- adjustments to be more appealing to what crowds of bigger independent companies expect from him. But if you were one of those people who thought Cody got a raw deal, who thought he would be a bigger deal than he turned out to be or could still be, I would say that he he definitely did a lot to sort of justify those people's opinions. I didn't think he looked awesome, but I thought he looked competent. And uh, I didn't. I know Evolve sixty seven. He wrestled Hero, and if you can't have a good match with Chris Hero, you can't have a good match. So I assume that was a good match. But uh, I would say he he did beat Zack Saber Junior. Um, the match was fine, but the finish came out of nowhere. And it was after him doing a lot of selling, he got a submission win without much limb work, so it was like an abrupt finish. But I thought he did enough to show that he could hang uh, with that with people on that talent level. So if you are one of those people who's like, I think Cody is worth more, I think he could do more, 
you know, I think you would be, you know, interested in seeing these shows. Uh, so, you know, we're checking, checking out. out. Yeah. But I just thought um, people would be interested in hearing about his first match on the Indies. I did watch the Cruiserweight Classic last week. I don't recall the matches. I didn't type them up. So, uh, I can't Sorry remember. About that. Yeah, I can't even remember what the matches are at this point. <laughs> yeah, I but, saw uh, them too. But anyway, so that's going to do it for us this week. So if you have any questions for us, make sure to submit it on our Facebook page, Dominus Podcast, or our YouTube channel, Dominus Video. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. And congratulations again, WNS, for ten years, a decade of stuff. Keep up the great work. We're on Stitcher. You can follow us at. WNS Podcast. Beyond Pod and Player.fm as yeah, well. Yeah, those two. Uh, yeah, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel and Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber. There you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm here. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week. <laughs>